Yo, 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 what is going on? This is DJ Brainstorm yeah, on yeah, the yeah, mic yeah, with you yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. coming to you live and direct with episode number 157 of the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts podcast. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Who would it be today? Right. Thank you to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live, everybody that will be tuning in throughout the week on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, tune in the Stitcher app, Wooshka app. Uh, Spotify. Who? Who? Yeah, we on there too. Yeah, we, we on there too. We on some exclusive <laughs> shit. We on there too. Wooshka, so nigga. Never know nothing about. Wherever, however, you get your podcast, we want to thank y'all for tuning in this week. We are back in the studio after being out of here for a couple weeks. Yeah. What's going on, Playboy? How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Playboy the DJ, Playboy D A DJ, aka Playboy James, man. I'm I'm feeling all right, man. That's good. I'm, I'm still hot. <laughs> Still hot. The heat followed y'all niggas back. That's it, that's it, that's it. Steve, what up, family man? Hey, thank you once again. We about to talk about it, obviously, but thank you once again for being on the committee and putting uh, the whole thing together for our reunion trip down to New Orleans, man. Most it definitely. was dope, man. We had a good time. Yeah, man. Thank you once again, Dev. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Feeling feeling real good. A little little warm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Little little uh, <laughs> little. Uh, Hot. Razzle dazzle. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But I'm feeling good, man. Feeling <laughs> right, real good. Right. It has been hot. I think mm. the reason it's super hot here yeah, today is just because it's the first time it's been uh you had it up. Mm-hmm. I uh was the first it's the first time it's been this hot mm-hmm. for like this long of a stretch of day. Yeah. yeah. So it's hot outside, it's hot in this building, it's hot in this room right now, it's hot at home. At least today it ain't hot in my cool. basement though. Nah. Can we do the podcast next week in the basement? <laughs> <laughs> Let's fight y'all niggas over here. I'll let y'all have a couch. You yes. know what I'm saying? We just going to take one sign down. One sign off the wall. I'll take it over there. For real. No, but I'm feeling good, too, man. It's been a, it's been good. Um, well, well, I guess we'll start with some recaps because we've all had some time off. Yeah, yeah how was y'all? You got to ask about our weeks. Yeah, how, how are y'all weeks, I guess? Uh, we'll start. Well, I'm going to start with yeah, Dev. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, It was cool, man. I, I actually went to... um. Y'all was gone. You know, I took a trip, too. You know how niggas, you try to compete with niggas and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I drove an hour and 10 minutes to Sandusky. But no, man, we went to, not Jerry Sandusky, but like Sandusky, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to visit Jerry Sandusky. You know what I'm saying? But no, I um, took took the fam. You know what I mean? Took yeah. the missus and the girls. We went to Castaway Bay or whatever, man. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I hadn't been to, but do y'all remember Geauga Lake? You remember the wave? It, yeah. It, they got a wave at Castaway Bay. Oh, sweet. Dog, I got in the wave probably four times, man. Like, they, <laughs> I kept getting in the wave over and over again, and I forgot how, like, you forget when probably, you get older how tiring. Oh, yeah. Water is. She, yeah. Just Water children's activities. Right. Have you ridden a bike lately? No, I have Nigga, not. Nigga, I rode a bike to the park with my daughter last summer. Right. I said, call me an Uber. <laughs> Ride and back sure, home. And make sure I got a bike rack. Yeah, make sure I got a bike rack. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm leaving this bike here. Like, y'all can have this fucking bike. That's like Jeffrey from Fresh Prince. Yeah. That nigga was running that marathon. Yeah. Nigga hopped in the cab. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. 
Oh, he said that was the shame. Right, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then I took my wife, big ass uh, mountain bike. I'm thinking uh, I'm about to get man. And, and I've been thinking about getting a bike. Duh. I figure it's good exercise and everything. It is. But, nigga, uh, it's hella fat. You're going to work muscles you ain't worked since you was eight. <laughs> You'll be like, hey. I didn't even know I had this muscle in my lower thigh. Nigga. <laughs> I didn't even know it was a lower thigh. I'm talking about in between your middle thigh and your <laughs> kneecaps. It's like it's, it's some sort of ligament that you develop as a nine-year-old that you lose development in once you turn 17, right. man. Never even knew I had that. But uh, but no, man, so we went. We It was fun, man. It was fun as ever. You know what I'm saying? They got like a big-ass um, hot tub. They're all different kind of shit, so we had fun, yeah. man. You know what I mean? Up. And uh, kind of relax. You know what I mean? Like y'all left. I think we just, for me, I just kind of took the time to just be like, that's the, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Like having a week off from the podcast, even though I, I was ready to get back in here today, but mm-hmm. having a week off was like, like you said, it was like taking a breath because mm-hmm. we haven't missed a week. We've been on since you got since you started yeah, so regularly started, over a year yeah, ago. Yep. We haven't had one week off yet. Yep. So uh, it was cool to just kind of sit back. I mean, hell, even times that we've had other events going on, we still have come together mm-hmm. on a Sunday and still did the show. So yeah. it was cool to just kind of sit back a little bit and just. Not worry about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, man, been a cool regular ass couple weeks. How about y'all, brothers? Yeah. Well, y'all oh, know we man. was in new, the the no. Yeah. For no for our twenty year class reunion. Mm-hmm. How would you explain it? How, I'm how gonna would put you like the whole experience. I'm gonna I'm put like this. Just fucking awesome, dude. Mm. Um, like you said from the onset, and I don't even know if he in the feed still. Shout out to, you know, Steve and all the people that that put it together, man. Um. Most importantly, man, shout out to 99 for showing up, man. Right. Like, dude, I was not expecting the amount of people to be there that was there. Mm-hmm. And we kind of just, like, took over New Orleans, man, like, for uh, real. I saw a couple videos. I'm like, oh, <laughs> here you go, niggas. <laughs> yeah, at the we, pool and shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, I didn't do that one at the pool. Uh, but I was surprised with the amount of people that showed up. I mean, there were easily 50 to 60 people there. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to get that many niggas to go somewhere <laughs> right. on something semi-organized. It's hard to get that many niggas to go to sleep. The streets be staggered. The right. lights on it's, it's hard to get that many niggas to do anything. It was fun. I mean, like I think the most fun I had was the very first night because yeah. I did, it just felt the most organic. Mm-hmm. Like people was together in pockets. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, somehow people just kind of met up at the same place and we went in this one club and took over, and the, took fucking over the fucking club. Literally. I mean, we like literally no took lie, over. Nigga. We went in there and all I know is I see somebody, people go start talking to the DJ. I was going up there. I know you was one of the people going up there. <laughs> and they went too many hurricanes, nigga. You was requesting songs. Hell yeah. And they, they was I started asking, could I yeah. DJ? Hey, shit. nigga, you got pistol grip pump, nigga. <laughs> and they were playing. I mean, they, so he did like That's a whole. Like I was. Yeah, I was he did like a whole bunch of old school 90s shit That's for us saying. and everything. So, we, yeah, we did hood rat EC shit <laughs> in the New Orleans club down there. But uh, I know they played play, play body body. I know they had to play body body. Ah, uh, they did. Yeah. Of course, they played back that ass up. I mean, they was playing a bunch of shit yeah. from, from our from our time, and we just literally imagine like 30, 40 people just running up in the club, dude, all the, together. The place was empty, mm-hmm. and we all went in there past the security. And next thing you know, the whole fucking club is full mm. of EC niggas. Yeah, like literally. That's yeah. what's up. And we just took it afterwards. I was telling Brainstorm when we walked out, the security, the DJ and security mm-hmm. uh, lady that was you know doing whatever mm-hmm. was like, man, thank y'all for coming through here. Man, y'all turn this. Man, y'all should go upstairs. Mm-hmm. This this. Dude, we ninety nine showed out, man. I got I got to give 
props to my to my uh my classmates, man. Everybody did their thing. That's yeah. That's I that's got a true. couple. How was the food? Brainstorm. I heard you might have partake. So partaked in it in some uh, <laughs> partook. Is that how you said? Yeah. In uh, some cuisine you've never partaken in. I see Steve say he should have been on the show, and uh, Toya said we should have did the podcast down there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Who's going back and forth with that? Uh, we did get asked a few times, like y'all know y'all recording down here. Yeah. We could we should have organized it, but we'll talk about that. But uh, the food was good. I tried some. You know, I tried. I was had the po boys down there, mm, so I had yeah. that like a couple times. Uh, I did the what was it the the gumbo. Gumbo. I had never had the gumbo. We mm-hmm. did that at what was that? Dookie Chase. Dookie Chase. Oh yeah, I got a question. Yeah. Did anybody have any reservations before they went to a place called, called Dookie, Dookie Chase? Chase? Well, it's a it's a well known establishment. I get I it. did not know it was that well known. Yeah, it's a like, like Barack people, ate there. People line up out there. As like I said, the owner is a old, she was an old lady. She just passed like two and a half weeks ago. So mm. I remember they were talking about it on Tom Joyner right before it's not not too long before we left. Huh? Say what now? Who's Dookie? I have no re- no. It clue. was named that I, I don't don't quote me. I want to say it was named after her husband or okay. something like that. So don't, don't quote know. me. Mm-hmm. But uh, we went there. Well, it was like me and you and like like four of the people, man. Yeah. You know, just you know, just few of our peoples, mm-hmm. man. We just went over there, got in line early on uh, Friday morning, mm-hmm. nigga. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna tell you this. Whoa, real whoa, quick. got in what line? Line to do what? To get into this restaurant. To get into oh the restaurant. shit! Oh, by That's the way, no wife beaters, none of that shit on. No hats on, lady. Nicely said, uh, uh-huh. you gentlemen take off your hats. Mm-hmm. One of our cats had hat. on a wife beater. Like, it was, was really like more like a tank top. It was like a tank top, like a sport tank top. Mm-hmm. She was like, uh, went and got him a collared shirt. Mm-hmm. Like it was an upscale spot for mm-hmm. real. But it was put like this. We got there right on time because mm-hmm. what wound up happening, as soon as we got finished eating, mm-hmm. nigga, we came outside line, line and the line the was like <laughs> corner. <laughs> Damn. A lot of they spots yeah, down there, but no reservations about it. I mean, you know, so I, I so I, I said the gumbo. I'm not a real big gumbo person because of the shrimp and stuff like that. But I had it there; it was good. I did have some gator. At, mm, at, I uh, tried that too. Yeah. What we does it at, taste like? Leather. It <laughs> <laughs> should taste I'm like excellent. Hard time keeping these yeah, alligators like, down. I, um, <laughs> I mean, I, maybe it was kind of cheating because it was like a gator bite type thing. Uh-huh. So it was almost like a jalapeno pepper type of thing. Like it was bread. And oh, stuff. so it was like it was like little pieces of gator in there. No, shit? it was a good amount of gator in there. Oh, okay. but the, it was just. I think yeah. I cheated a little bit. I guess you. I figured you should have it straight out, straight out. Bound up, but at least I tried it. I oh, mean, so it tastes like a jalapeno popper with some meat in it. Not really to me. I mean, it was what it, the texture. Okay, the texture of it. Mm-hmm. It, it. Don't get me wrong. It was good. Was it fishish, steakish, chickenish? You know what? It was like a mushy type. It was a mushy. Yeah, it, mushy. Really, it really didn't have a like a, a standout taste to it. Mm. Yeah, it was like. Yeah, I but don't know. we, we mm. did record that. We got the video. Yeah, it's in my phone. Uh, so we did. Like I guess it was that. It's just mm-hmm. and it was just hot as shit. I mean, it's just. I mean, it's humid. That's mm-hmm. that's the problem mm-hmm. down there. It's real, real humid. I mean, and so you go outside at a 10 o'clock in the morning, it's just already kind of feeling like it's unbearable because it's humid as shit. Mm-hmm. Oh. But, uh. <laughs> I said I was going to do this. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Okay, first of all, we wind up walking, well, taking a trolley or a cart, streetcar. Over to towards where the farmer's market. We went to Jackson yeah, Square. Jackson mm-hmm. Square. Real quick. And remember how I told you <laughs> that I was going to say this when we got back. Amidst us walking, mm-hmm. there's a white gentleman on a bicycle that's riding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did he say, him. Brainstorm? He was riding, bumping some R. Kelly. Yeah, no, no, he was singing, I Believe I Can Fly. Yeah, he was like, mm-hmm. I Believe I Can Fly. 
fuck R. Kelly. <laughs> just, just random as hell. Oh, man, don't hate on, uh, on Kel. New Orleans has the most randomest <laughs> of shit. Because like you said, we did a long walk one day. We went out to Jackson Square We because we got beignets and stuff out there. And we just kind of walked around. We wanted to walk all the way from there, all the way back to the hotel. Like, not planned. We just wanted them doing it. Yeah. Because we, we were connecting with yeah, classmates just and just talking about all the old days and, you know, all, you know shit yeah, like so, that. But, yeah, so we did. We get a lot of walking in. Like I said, it's just hot. I, the last thing I say about it is that it's I've been places that's amp and stuff like that. But Bourbon Street is a different type of thing. Yeah. It's Once it's on, it's, like, not off. Yeah. And it's mm. like being in a room, like a dark room with nothing but a bunch of loud music blaring and lights flashing. Because it's like every place you walk past, there's music blaring out mm. of every restaurant, basically, or every bar or whatever. Mm. Or somebody's trying to get you to come in this place mm. or somebody coming to get this place. And, or, and then it's the smells, too. Yeah. Reminds you're me of rent, Bangkok. You're think it's a well-traveled individual. <laughs> I mean, you just smell stuff randomly because, you know what I mean? It's... it's Bourbon Street, so most mm. people is out there. I guess it's going yeah. in the corner, you know, outside pissing. up a little alley and pissing or something like that, real quick. And yeah. so, did y'all stay on Bourbon Street? We like, stayed the street over. The street from over. I mean, yeah. we literally was a, a minute, not even a minute walk. Oh. Yeah. As soon as we turned the corner from the hotel, boom, we right on Bourbon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah it so was, it was cool, man. The music, everything, man, it was all a good time. It was, it was great seeing so many people, man. And and uh, I don't know. I guess people were talking about maybe doing it in five years. Mm. You know, yeah. I think that's a good number. I mean, because yeah. you wait ten more, man. Who knows? Some people may not what be happened. here. Yeah. God forbid. You never yeah. know. That's just being real. You That's know. just being real. But over my overall take from that weekend, it was an excellent time. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I told the, the the valet guy at the hotel just off the top, like, look, I just fell in love with your city, nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, the love we got down there mm-hmm. on top of just, you know, the one, the love we showed to each other. But being patrons and, and, and tourists down mm-hmm. there, everybody was That's nice. But I didn't run it. I don't think I ran into one person that had an attitude. One person that was being disrespectful. It was just all I kind of uh, did at the airport. Okay. They, they, didn't really have, they didn't really have an attitude. They was, uh, my flight, I almost, well, my first flight got decided to connect to um, Nashville. My first flight kept getting delayed out, out of there on Sunday. And it got to the point that I was going to miss my connection. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, at the gate, at, at my terminal, like nobody was ever there. You know, the people that when they book, you know, when they mm-hmm. board you or whatever. And so I walked down a little bit to another Southwest County. I'm like, look, you know, it was two white ladies. I'm like, hey, I know this isn't y'all one, but. Look, I'm going to miss my flight. It's delayed. I'm trying to see what y'all can do for me. Can y'all switch me, anything or whatever? And she's like, well, yeah, they're probably going to have to move you, but you want to have to talk to the guy, you know, mm-hmm. at, or whoever's at your gate. Which they're probably going to head. Oh, I, I, ain't got just, it. I was going <laughs> to give my, my, but it, it's different. Actually. It's just, uh, and so they, they, they told me what was probably going to happen, but they wouldn't help me. Mm. And I'm sitting here like. <laughs> you probably going to miss your flight, my nigga. So, uh, <laughs> Basically. Hey, uh, I don't know what to tell you, playboy. We, we need to start a new segment called In Nigga Terms. Yeah. In, in yeah. Nigga Terms. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I do. I don't know what to tell you, I don't know what to tell you. Translation. <laughs> I don't tell you, dog. Yo, so so I go back to my gate and still still there's no nobody there for like 15, 20 minutes. I mean, even at that point, my girl is at home, like, look, let me I'm let me see if I can find a different one or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so I wanna walk up to the next one over from there, and there's a black dude. I said I was gonna sh- I said actually I was gonna email him or something and I haven't done it yet. I think his name was Carell Robinson or something like that. Black dude helps me. He's like, Look, let me just close out this screen. He's like, There's gonna be a few mm-hmm. minutes. And I'll pull up. He pulled everything up, he moved me, he had them find my bag to pull mm-hmm. it off from where I had to go and everything like that. And he gave me a drink a voucher. Mm. Dope. That's like that's how you two do. white ladies was like, eh, sorry, nigger. Damn. <laughs> the black dude was like, look, I got you. Right. Yeah, so sure. Even though it wasn't his job and his response. I wound up getting home, got home a little bit earlier than, you know, whatever. But outside of that, that was the only blip on the radar for me. Yeah. So it was all good. Then, yeah. You know, 
went out of town this weekend too. Just past weekend, went to PA for a little bit. Yo, old stomping yeah, grounds. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. Out there on the water, just it's just nice, man. Got a nice. It's little, a decent little hotel. city. It's like a big Painesville though, but it's a decent little yeah, city I mean, if you stay cool. close to downtown. Yeah, it was cool. We know yeah. we things were in walking distance. You know that we were able to just go mm-hmm. and hit, hit a couple restaurants. We spend all day on Friday. You know, taking little the little trolley water taxi thing. They didn't leave our asses. <laughs> Playboy, but took a little water taxi over. We went over to the beach area in the state park, and then we went over and we did jet skiing and stuff. You know, so we just filled up a whole day with activities. We're, in there. I'm, I'm gonna get into because we up next, obviously, twenty years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah we so we, we are old, next. April. We are old. We up next, April. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, April uh, and Toya. I get into that in one second, right, <laughs> nigga? Wait till I tell you all this. But uh, speaking of that, did y'all go to Prescott State yeah. Park? So yeah. yeah. All right. So you saw where Gannon was at, where yeah. my college was at. You know, it's like you know, it's like seven streets from the lake. Like yeah. it's not yeah. it's not uh, far yeah. from the lake. Yeah. Shout out to my homie. I don't know if they might be in here. I saw my homie. It's crazy. I saw Chris Bell, Ryan Chris Bell in here earlier. I think he might have went. But I know my homie Kubera. There's a couple couple of my white brothers. They took a screwdriver. And they were going to walk across the lake, a part of the lake, to the beach on the other side. And it was like, it was the middle of January or whatever. And it was on frozen. The, on, oh, hell Oh, they was going to walk across the These lake. These niggas took... Bruh. A screwdriver. You said they was like, yeah. Okay, we like pretty going at this point. Y'all see my shirt? I was we was fresh from East Cleveland. Yeah. Like it was me, you know, me and Jane. We right. we and it's a but like this is the first year they brought uh, scholarships back for football again. Yeah. So like it was a but they went to the hoods. They scavenged the hoods <laughs> in America. So it was a bunch of us, and we like, bro, y'all crazy. But they ended up only going like. 30, 40 feet out and walking back. That that lake even that a, enough. That lake is expansive, nigga. I was on the jet ski, like just opening it up as far as much as I could, just going all the way over to where the state park is. I wish crazy. I would have been out there, like nah. I'm gonna walk across this damn thing. Yeah, hell, that was no. my introduction. Hell, and, no. Was they drunk or uh, that was my introduction to white boy? They was white boy and drunk. Just awake. It was yeah, it was it was awake. It was just living and breathing. But no, that was my introduction to the white boy. But speaking of next, you know, are, are we up next? Class of two thousand. Yes. Twenty years next year. I got an inbox. I, sh- I forgot to hit her back. I'm sorry, April. I got an inbox about a flyer. You know, I'm I'm so, supposedly I guess I'm on the committee. I heard about this. I, I thought I was say, on the committee. I ain't gonna say from who, but I heard. About <laughs> no, what? I thought I was on the committee to plan the, two, the class two thousand. I, mean, I, I remember you hired me to to, to Nigga, DJ to DJ, to DJ one of y'all fundraisers because you was on the committee. Literally, but, but right. we opened up a bank account. You feel me? Right. But continue. Apparently, somebody put up a flyer and niggas is going on a cruise next year. We don't even meet to July twenty seventh. And this person who put up the flyer ain't even on the committee. So I'm confused. Fuck your reunion. Because guess who ain't going into a body of water on a big ass boat? Nice transition from the lake. Brilliant. I love y'all. I love East Cleveland. But I'm not going to see you niggas next year on nobody's boat. You got me and my whole family <laughs> fucked up. If you think I'm getting on a cruise. April said apparently ain't none of y'all on the committee. <laughs> oh, apparently we shouldn't even meet on the 27th. Because not only was the niggas to put out, niggas on, up under like, hell yeah. And I just quietly <laughs> scrolled on Facebook. Like, I guess I'm not going. I'm not getting on a boat in the middle of the water. I know you went. You no. 
I love you, brother. Yeah. I love cruises. You made it back. Both y'all <laughs> can go for me. Because <laughs> you know I said we should do a DMST cruise, man. I, I hollered you niggas from the, from the shore <laughs> on the CB <laughs> radio. You flying into the ports. Every port, David is flying that bitch. And meet us at the, at like the dock. <laughs> oh, David here, breaker, breaker, breaker. <laughs> we love DMST podcast. <laughs> Over. <laughs> I have a I have a point to make real quick over. <laughs> but yeah, man. So apparently class two thousand going on a cruise next year. Uh all right, well, send us some postcards. <laughs> I, I guess. Steve said it was the second place on y'all's he wasn't going up day one. Uh, yeah. hey. <laughs> I love man, I love y'all but, know how much I love these Cleveland love But I love them for good. giving us the option. They gave us like three, four options. Yeah. It's like what do y'all want to do for y'all uh, twenty year? And I'm glad Nolan won because that's where I wanted to go. You know what? We're gonna do the most East Cleveland thing ever, man. We probably gonna still have our meeting at the end of this month. Yeah. And niggas gonna have to choose, man. Right. <laughs> I'm not going on no boat, man. Right. <laughs> I'm just letting niggas know right now. <laughs> I will die a lot of different places. I'll die walking past <laughs> Chapman. I'll die walking past Northfield. I'll die at the Euclid I'm, Motel. I'll die at the Euclid Motel where you pay hourly. I'm not dying on no fucking boat. Oh, this is hilarious, man. He fucked up. But yeah, so we up next. So uh, Yeah. Y'all got work to do. <laughs> Nigga, do we ever got work to do? Y'all got yeah. work to do. Because shout it's out a, to us, man. We showed out. Just, oh, just, man. Y'all just need to clarify who's on the committee <laughs> and, and then have a conversation and be like, hey, look. We put these, these are our options. Like, every, I mean, because everybody ain't gonna want to go on a cruise. Like, yeah. some people don't like to do that type shit. Yeah. Some people really just don't like water like yeah, that. And like, you can't blame My father used to always tell me that's too much water for me to be drinking. Nick, ain't it? Mm-hmm. He used to always tell, he'd never be I on the I love your father to yeah. death. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling the deepest part of the ocean is five miles deep. We talked about that a couple podcasts back. Nah, I'm cool. Yeah. I'm cool on that. It's five miles. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm falling to what? What what pub uh 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 what's that shit called? Where the play Playhouse Square is that yeah. five miles from here? I don't know. Wherever five miles is, that's how far I gotta fall. Right. I'm not gonna. <laughs> make, <laughs> I'm not gonna make it to the next office before it's gonna be a problem falling. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Anyway, man. Nah, I'm nothing yeah, under so, my legs. Shit. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, like I said, so to wrap that up, it was all good, man. It was a good time, man. It was good seeing everybody, and uh, yeah. yo, can't wait to do it again. Yeah, most mm-hmm. definitely, man. That's you know, what's up, man. So. Uh, uh, we last thing though, we did get some we did get some feedback from people out there that listen to the podcast a lot, yeah. and that was dope too because, you know, like, like we said before, some of them people, well, some of our friends, you know, they've been listening for a long, long time, yeah, you know, so they was giving us, you know, what their thoughts on it and things like that. So that was that was cool. Mm-hmm. I was even in the airport. I was on the flight going out, and we stopped at our connection in um, Chicago, mm-hmm. and it was like five people on the flight. That I literally hadn't seen probably since graduation, but I literally I waited till they got off the plane because yeah. I saw them as we as I was I got mm-hmm. on the forum, and I said waited till they got off the plane, hugged everybody and everything. Mm-hmm. We all wanted to go into the bar in Chicago at like six seven in the morning, mm-hmm. took shots. Yeah. It's just like that's just how our love was. That's how it was. It was just so dope how everybody mm-hmm. was uh was uh just able to just be like all right, let's just show up and even if we had beef before or whatever, mm-hmm. let's just you know whatever. Everybody was cool. I mean, we saw faces I haven't seen literally since graduation night. You know, it was cool, man. Dude, it was so, dope. Shout out to everybody. Thanks for the feedback. Thanks for the love on the podcast, mm, man. Yeah, man. For sure. All right, we can get rolling with other stuff. So, I mean, stuff has been happening over, over two man, weeks. Man, it's, it's been lightweight crazy these couple since, weeks, man. Let's start on something simple. I mean, I saw um, Nuck If You Butt turn 15 years old since we've been off. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. I didn't. I Yeah. I, that song still go. 
that yeah, it still go. But uh, I didn't know them people in that group was that young when that came out. Me either. I mean, like they said, some of them was like 15, 16 years old when nothing. Oh, nothing so they so they younger out. than us. Yeah, yeah they younger than us. But that turned wow. fifty. I think that song has aged well. Yeah, that's the song I could still. You still playing it? I'm still can play yeah. it. Yeah. I, I, that one. I, that one. So that happened when we was gone. What? It's been ten years since Michael Jackson died. That happened while we was out. Mm. Um, shout out to Mike. Shout out to Mike. Yeah, I, everybody still. There's still is no question about if we listening to his music or not because we know we are. Um, but, I w- can I say something real quick though. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't know if we talked about this before. I don't get the Michael Jackson phenomenon. What you mean? Hold on. See, <laughs> he about to kick me out. <laughs> so, excuse me, y'all. Damn, gotta go right now. Hold on. What you mean? I just never really got it. I listened to the songs. I mean, they were good musical songs. But you don't get why people. Yeah, why would people fall out over him? I'm I like, never understood that about. I mean, the fallout thing. Yeah, that's that's a. Little or just far. like, <laughs> I got about 150 bangers I would play from the 80s and 90s before I played the Michael Jackson song. <sighs> I'm just keeping it 100. I'm not even. I'm not even joking either. Like I'm not pulling that number out my ass. I got about 200 songs yeah, on do. the Soul playlist, and I ain't got no Michael Jackson. I just don't. The only I mean, one I might play is "Love of My Life." Okay, well, that's about. Right. But, but you know what? I think it's the tempo for me. I'm more of an R and B head. I got you. Well, so you ain't into like the PYT. Yeah, I'm sixty beats per minute and below. I got you. I got what you're saying. You more you you really into like the for real soul rhythm and blues. Blues. So like, yeah, I got you. I don't know. I mean, but Mike, like if I put together a list of, I could probably put a, a song hundred song playlist together too and I might not have no mic in there either but I could still put on the best of Michael Jackson CD and let the bitch rock. Really? Yeah. I could too. And I'm let a, it yeah. rock. He, I, I, think got, I, I know I'm in a minority with it. I know I am. I don't, I'm not a big Michael Jackson head. Man. The crazy part is uh, from my lane the majority of the songs that I like from Michael Jackson ain't even the main ones. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or the, the most popular ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mike and her brother no slander is allowed. Listen, I don't think I <laughs> I don't want to. That's why I'm, I'm treading lightly. I don't want to slander Mike. Yeah, Look, I just it's never like, quite like got it. It's, like, it's like we was just talking about Prince, right? It's like yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Look, you entitled to have favorite. Like yeah. everybody don't like Donny Hathaway. I always speak on that. That's everybody can't feel me when I say, "Hey, I love Donny though." But man. that's my. That's that's what you're talking about. Yeah, Ozzy like, Brothers is my. If you want to, if you want to know where my music taste lies, I mean, it, obviously it's my music taste. I ain't put it off on nobody else. But you know, Voyage to Atlantis, Between the Sheets, Footsteps in the Dark, that is any derivative of that is what I fuck with. Like any derivative of that is mm-hmm. like where I is my wheelhouse. Right. I get it. You know, I don't know. So I, I just I like we grew up in during the Michael Jackson craze. Yeah. yeah. I mean remember it life stopped the night that Michael Jackson was gonna drop a video. I do remember that. And I remember it stopped. Remember when they came out the one with Janet Jackson? Oh, the, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make you want to scream? Yeah. Or yeah. Like yeah. yeah. And I remember watching it on MTV and being like, okay. Yeah. You don't remember, like, when Remember the Time dropped and shit like that? Like, how big that moment was? Though? I know it was big. I just, I don't know, man. But you know what? I think everything was bigger in that time, too. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, just yeah. in that moment. Yeah. Like, that was like, nigga, we would still have Walkmans at that yeah, time. So, I mean, yeah. it, for that time, it was probably just bigger mm-hmm. for that moment. But so I, so I get it. 
but I'll still play a lot of Mike. Yeah, Lady of My Life. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably what I that's what I mean, Lady of My Life. Yeah. Um, what's the other one? I, uh, you mentioned PYT. That's one of my. That's P-Y-T. one of my favorites. <laughs> what, is, what did I say? Love of My Life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what else. Uh, you could even go back further. Uh, Shit. Um, shall I, I, the girl is mine. Him and Paul McCartney. I love Dirty Diana. That was Diana. my joint. I, I, Dirty Diana is one of my favorites. Okay, you want to know what it is? Can I be 100? Can I tell the truth? The Earth Song. I never knew what the <laughs> fuck Michael Jackson was <laughs> talking about. Okay. okay. Now, never, now you being real, son. <laughs> it never made cognitive sense. Yeah. You, you want to know why that doesn't? All right, so they had a special about, oh, I forgot which, which CD it was. Whichever one had... Um, um, uh, what is it? The smooth criminal on it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and I'm like, like, did he rob niggas? Like, <laughs> they had a, a special on ABC about that about that album, and they'll tell us in the feed. I know they will. Uh-huh. Maybe Toya Billy will, since that's her brother. <laughs> uh, but um, did you know that? Too. You know, uh, did you know that he's actually saying, "Annie, are you something or whatever?" Annie, are that, you okay? Annie, are you okay? Uh-huh. That's what he. People didn't know he was because they and they say he came up with that because. When he was recording that song, he was trying to learn how to do CPR. Mm-hmm. And the CPR doll's name was Annie. Okay. And they said, so he was learning that, that he would go in the booth and start recording. And so that's why that whole part of that song, Annie, are you okay? Annie, are you okay? <laughs> but, are you okay, Annie? That's okay. really, and I'm looking like he was really talking was about he hit CPR by a car? Dog? Let's do it. <laughs> okay, let's just jump all the way by. in. <laughs> <laughs> it was something else that what came out. <laughs> Well, man, <laughs> it was something else that came out too that he was saying. He was really saying. Something. Oh, um, oh, you know how they be saying, "Say this out of my cool." Yeah, yeah, that yeah. shit. It was. Um, I'm gonna say it once again, and I'm not gonna stop. Yeah, I'm gonna like say that. it one more time, and I'm not gonna oh, stop. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say it one more time, yeah, and I'm not gonna stop. What? What are you gonna say one more time, and you not see? Like, okay, like Donnell Jones was breaking up with his chick over the phone. You understand what I'm saying? I don't think Mike ever made any music for me that I could be like, you know what? I relate to that song. And that's always been my issue with music, while I rock with certain music. Yeah. It's because, like, Billy Jean. What does he What does he mean? Billy Jean is not his lover. Is not I mean, my that's lover. a dope song. I mean, yeah. a chick is lying on him. The kid is not his. That's the first one of the first ever <laughs> lies being told <laughs> about you being the baby's papa. The kid is not his uh, son. The baby's daddy. So they think you the baby daddy of a chick you ain't even bang? Hey. <laughs> I think truly, honestly, you know what's so crazy? I think he was such a musical genius mm-hmm. that a lot of his stuff was subliminal messages, I think. Personally. It was way too mm. subliminal for me. I must not be that deep. I think deep. it may have been some things that he was experiencing or or he was like a hold up. I think Mike was like an entity. Either you got the entity or you didn't get the entity. I get it. Certain people make songs that are, and you know what? There's there. That's probably what makes them great. We probably breaking it down. (laughs) What make? Who's that? April. Mama say, 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 and I just didn't, I miss. I must have missed the energy somewhere. Because, mm. like, it would be black and white. I got that song. Yeah. But his Man in the Mirror, some of them just, the songs I got, Space Jam, they came across as, like, corny. 
you. I get what you're saying. You're, I know that sound crazy. I'm turning yeah. on my, my, my essential Michael Jackson hits right. album. P-Y-T, as soon as I get in the car. PYT, Lady in My Life. Like, what's the name is my favorite song by Michael. Rock With You. Stranger Rock in Moscow is one of my favorite songs. By, by Stranger in Moscow? Yeah. He said he don't like the mainstream yeah. stuff, though. So. You get a chance to listen to it. You And you, it, being a musical person and, All right. and beats and stuff, or just production, you will see why. Okay. That's more so why I like that song. Because I was watching Bohemian Rhapsody the other but day. He, we were talking about it. No, go ahead. Uh, real, oh, my bad. Real quick. Even that song, as insane as it is, Bohemian Rhapsody, I understand that they were creating like a r- weird sonic energy when they made that song. Yeah. I see a little silhouette. You know what I'm saying? That shit is, it was weird. And if my, if that was what I picked up from Mike, like, all right, I'm about to be a weird nigga. Right. Then I would have been cool with that. But it, I felt like everybody else got it, got the joke. And the joke just went over my head. <laughs> well, but you got Mike's sound was good too, though. I mean, what he would do in the studio working with people like Quincy Jones and stuff like yeah. that. They created songs that you can still play and they still sound great mm-hmm. right now, though. Mm-hmm. Not everybody can say that their songs still sound great yeah, right now. Yeah, that's true. So you got to give them that. That's true. I mean, like I, we haven't even talked about Thriller. I know most people talk about the video with Thriller and the whole movie around it. But sonically, it still sounds yeah. very, very good. Yeah, it's, he, he's, he, the talking that comes up. in on the end this and all that stuff or whatever. Sonically, it sounds great. This is about to be fucked up. He the young thug of the 80s. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like it's just, you be like I don't know what's going on right. here because okay listen listen to me but please yeah. what the fuck is thriller about <laughs> they're out to get you what is going on it's, it's about just, the man I never related to it I was like okay Steve said they don't care about us you know, yeah that was yeah. Good. Come on. That, that you really had was. to relate to that okay yeah, yeah. he has some but joints though he man he had some joints oh he had a ton of he them. had some joints with something and like Luther some, I feel like they've got a trick. Damn, slowly got a trance on me, man. He, he turned <laughs> yeah. against Mike, man. I don't know why. Look, like, Mike is my dude. Hold on, Dev. Mike is the motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, up, nigga. He, did, he did do some corny stuff because, like, the I'm bad video. Like, really? <laughs> it was talking about Mike that fucked with me, man. I don't know what it was. Wesley bro. Snipes was in the video and shit. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but oh, so, so I get it. All right, I get it. But, I mean, but, it's something, man. I don't but, know what it is, man. You can't talk about Mike, but somebody you can't talk about, obviously, because somebody said in the feed earlier that something else happened when we was gone was that Mary J. Blige proved that she couldn't sing. <laughs> so I missed the performance at the BET Awards. It seemed like everybody either loved it and said she did, said, talked about how she killed it, or they said that she can't sing. I know that you said she can't man, sing, Man, I remember me and my mama, we were sitting <laughs> down. It was about 93. Yeah. We was watching Mary J. Blige. one that just came out? On the Arsenio Hall show. Yeah. Came on and... <laughs> Real Love came on. And she started singing. And my mama said, what's wrong with that girl? She <laughs> What's wrong with that hell? What's wrong with her? She can't sing. <laughs> and I said, you know what, Ma? She can't. She can't. Right. But I don't know. If you fuck with Mary, I guess, you know, she was she did Mary things. I didn't watch the BET Awards, but I did, I did. catch I her. She, she's I another one it. of those. I caught her shit online. She's another one of them entertainers that just, her her music energy. lyrically and energy is what. Because sometimes you could be an enter, entertainer more so than you could be a singer, for real. Do any, this that doesn't sound weird, or I mean, does it? I may real. not like her. I don't know how much I would pay. 
but I would see Mary in concert because yeah, she has hits. Let me give say, you saying say, say she can sing or not. You ain't gonna tell me she ain't got hit. Okay, so. you're right. Oh, yeah. Let me give y'all an analogy real quick. Yeah. Real East Cleveland veterans will understand this. Yeah. To me, mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige is everything and then some. Do y'all remember everything and then some? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was not the, the great. It was not the greatest soul food. But Ivan who? You could get every soul food dish. Right. Imaginable from every, you could get mediocre sweet potato pie, you could right. get mediocre sweet potatoes, <laughs> you could get mediocre greens, macaroni, mashed potatoes, mother chicken, mediocre everything, but yeah. you could get everything, right? You understand? Know like, you can right. get everything you need from Mary J. Blige, right? It might be a little mediocre yeah. if you compare it to like Beyonce's best song. Or fucking Fantasia's best song. I don't know if it'll ever they're add better, up. They're better singers. Yeah, I, I yeah. see. I, your problem. That's what it's like. Thing Popeyes that- got better chicken, but they don't got sweet potato pie. So you got to go to everything and then some. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they had everything. They had 45 mediocre dishes. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst soul food ever. <laughs> Look, was I, I, I'd bang some everything and then some in my life. <laughs> right. We all did. We, this nigga every now and then I ride past it like this damn. Nigga, what the hell? <laughs> This nigga dead is on a roll. This nigga said, fuck Michael Jackson. <laughs> this nigga said, fuck Mary J. Blige and fuck that goddamn cruise. I ain't going to no goddamn <laughs> up. Fuck it all. All he, all he about to do now is say, fuck Angela Mia. He's about to be a rap. No, this podcast is shut down. <laughs> I come back here tomorrow, everything be gone. It must be empty. Like that Will Smith meme from the, from the Fresh Prince. With no it, fans going, nigga. <laughs> How does hell up here? No, man. Oh, shit, That's nah. funny as hell, man. No, yeah, I don't know. Mary, but, yeah. Mary I, I think I always tell you the truth. I more so love Mary for her lyrics of her songs. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, her production yeah, right. as far as the music. But she the queen I of soul. Thought she was hip-hop real, soul. Queen of hip-hop you soul, got yeah. people that really that ain't singers. Like she's not a singer, Mm-mm. like Mm-mm. at all. But she's better than people. Well, I guess not. See, I'm a, to me she is since I like Mary J. Blige. But she's mm-hmm. better than people like Ashanti and them to me. Who to me can't. Well, I guess Ashanti yeah. has some talent. Uh, Sierra is the one I always use. Sierra cannot yeah. sing. She's the best of the life. Sierras and the Shanties. She's the queen of like, she'll never get on the stage and I'll sing Alicia Keys. Nah. I, Ever. I don't think Alicia Keys can sing she, either. I, I think she used to be better. Yeah, she was better. I think her karma from still she was better when she somebody's was a, husband. When she was a pimple face version yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Like hit her in her throat after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think karma yeah. hit her in the, in the voice box. Yeah, cheating. Cheating yeah. fucked up her voice. Like, like um, Encouraging cheating. Titan just said, man, her production is always top notch. Oh, I think, top that's, what, I think that's what it is. Yeah, top notch. production, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but I agree with you. She can't. Nah, she can't sing. She can't sing. Nah. Yeah. She's an entertainer. Yeah. Like, well, she, I, I must, she must have killed the BET Awards then. She she was Mary she was Auntie Mary all over that stage. I'm talking about leg kicks and like it that, was, that, that that dumbass Mary move of dance she do all the time. But that's Mary. Yeah. If you love Mary, then you you liked it. If you was like, what the fuck is Mary doing on stage? You would have been in supreme. What the fuck is Mary doing on stage? Yeah. <laughs> what she saying? Who? Uh, I, I, I see Jerry, Jerry's in the feed. Oh, Jerry said, I've seen Mary in concert a few times. She's great, and her performance have gotten better over time. Uh, well, oh, yeah, they did Method Man and uh, Me- Lil' Kim, too, I think. April, don't, don't bring up Method. Method Man is more than his looks, okay? Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Method Man is more than his looks right. and his pencil beard. 
That shit do look drawn on, don't it? This nigga's like 52 years old. With a perfectly all black beard. God damn it. Perfect. Oh, man. All right, let's get into some shit real quick. <laughs> I, I did want to say this too. I don't know because y'all, y'all know I'm a sports person, but yeah. have y'all been seeing with Wimbledon the the little 15, yeah, the black little 15 Coco. year old Coco yeah. Golf? Uh, she's in Coco, the she'll be playing tomorrow Coco. in the fourth round, I think, or whatever. That's dope to see another yeah. young black tennis player yeah. coming up because yeah. it'll give me somebody to get behind because Venus and Serena at the end of the day. She beat she beat Venus. Yeah, man. she beat Venus in yeah. the first round. Venus hasn't got out the first round in the last I think seven majors. They said so. Yeah. I mean, I like to see. I'm glad that she's still playing, but it's time for her to just yeah. you know she 39. They playing weight. 39, you like in the wheelchair by tennis Yeah, 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 tennis. Most yeah. people winning tennis players are done by well, probably to, 30, I think. Well, shout out to that. Yeah, she came back yesterday. She yeah. lost the first. Hell, she was down two breaks. Yep. I, mean, I mean, two match points. So, yep. I mean, yeah. So, shout out to her. Man. I think that's dope to see yeah. somebody that young. Yeah. And she looks like she's just not scared of the moment. I think that's the beautiful thing about us as black people. Mm-hmm. She probably didn't been through enough shit already. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm glad to see both her parents are there and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But she probably have been through enough shit. And they seem like they do a good job of keeping her grounded and stuff like that, where it's just like it ain't bothering her. You know, yeah. like nothing about the moment seemed too big. And I yeah. think that's real dope to see. My bad. I just thought Playboy was brushing his hair. And I said, this nigga went to New Orleans <laughs> and came back With on his LeBron shit. What the fuck? I just thought this nigga was brushing hey, his hair. He did look at me like. It was real hairbrushes motion. It's like it's like when LeBron leave for the All Star break and come back with a with a with a new hairline. Like digging with a hairline. Hey, I, I got a unit. <laughs> hey, I, since, I invested in a unit in New Orleans. Since we talking about sports and uh and LeBron, so what y'all, what y'all think, man? What y'all think about the Kawhi shit? The Kawhi. I loved it. LeBron, but okay, can we can we be honest? We'll I, give it a few minutes. Yeah, let's it's go, not let's hate. Go. Right? Okay. I'm being honest. He's never been able to get anybody to come play with him. Top flight. Nobody top flight. Never once. Never. If you think about it, never once. LeBron is, and the fuck the. He struck out. Let's go back to the early Cavs. He struck out on Ray Allen and somebody else. And Michael Red. And we wound up with Larry fucking Hughes. Right? Yep. And Danielle Marshall. That was the. And Damon Jones. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we wound up with. He never has been able to get somebody top flight. When he went to Miami, when he was. when When he was the top dog. They should have came to play with him. Mm-hmm. So he's never been able to get anybody to come near. He didn't try to blame it on us with his bitch ass. Kevin Love didn't come by. I mean, it's like it you was talked a to him, but that was a trade. You mm-hmm. never had a free agent that you talked to that said, hey. I'm going to come play with you. Come? Yeah, never once. Not a top flight guy. And the fucked up part with Kawhi, and, and not only did Kawhi not choose the Lakers and go to the Clippers in the same building, he got Paul George to come <laughs> He got Paul George to go to the owner who they had. Remember that whole celebration they, 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 last year? Okay, see? Russ was throwing the party and Paul George came at out at the midnight and told him he was staying and all the other shit and the niggas was singing kumbaya and stuff. Mm. Or whatever. He got him to go into the owner's office and say, hey, hey trade, me, trade me to the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. they said, fuck that. <clears throat> and they got a ton. They got a, they, but the, and they got a bunch of up, niggas like they got unprotected picks. They the, got unprotected The Clippers picks. are going to be 29 or 30 for the next three or four years. Yeah, I, I, that's, I, that, <laughs> I, that shot me at first, but now it's like, you know what? But you still one turn ankle for something terrible. Yeah, that's true. Happening. That's true. That's true. Terrible. Yeah. That is true, man. But I wanted to say this real quick, man. We were talking about it a little bit before, and I wanted to save it till the podcast started. I'm kind of nervous, though. Yeah. The last time we had an even NBA. We had the Spurs and the Nets in the goddamn finals. Yeah. Two out of three years. Then we had the Pistons beat the fucking Lakers. I'm really not a fan of sports being on this level. Because you said you're going to get a dud every so often. Because you might fuck around and get a Utah 
Milwaukee yep. final next year. Yep. I was just going to say that. You know what I'm saying? Which is the only way this could really work is if you got like, but you won't this year because uh, Kevin Durant going to be out. But if you had like, let's say Kevin Durant was healthy. If you had like Kyrie and Durant and the Nets. By the way, they're not winning you know, the title. No. Uh, I, no. Mark me down now. Durant and them? Yeah, Durant and Kyrie are not going to win the title. He's supposed to be out the whole next season. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying they're, just, yeah, they're, they're not, not going to win the Even when he come together. back. But I'm saying if you had like the Nets and the Sixers in the East and then the Lakers and the Clippers in the West, that would be the only way like this should have worked. The problem is – don't I don't know why the fuck people count now Golden Warriors, State right yeah, now. Yeah. I don't they got D'Angelo Russell. Clay will be back Clay in a couple months. Fuck is wrong with you? I mean, you know, a couple months into the to season. Me, I, Clay sits until after the All-Star break. Yeah, I'm February. Not even, I'm not even bringing them back until February. Man, like come on now yeah. like but you got these teams they're fucking around getting knocked off. You know what I'm saying? Like I would love it if it was LeBron versus LeBron and AD versus Kawhi, but you know that shit ain't going to happen. Right. That's the only thing I'm scared of, is we get back to that fucking boring ass 2001 through 2006 ass NBA where it was. I used to. I I didn't. I've never watched the complete Spurs Nets NBA Finals game ever in my life. That was right. like the worst ever. That was the worst Hell, shit ever. It was ever. bad when they played the Lakers in the finals, and I was a Lakers fan, but the yeah. Nets were trash. It was the, trash. The East was trash. Duh, it was, and that was way before, right before TVs got nice. You know what I mean? That was like the last <laughs> shitty looking TV game. You know what I mean? Like everything right. about it was shitty. But anyway, yeah. man, that's what I'm All scared right. about that, man. I want to answer this question. Well, I know I know we got some topics, but thank you to the people in the feed when y'all be asking us stuff. Yeah, April definitely. said, "What about the Warriors' medical staff and KD's injury? Was mm-hmm. it was it unethical for the organization or just business?" She said, "It goes back to us talking about ethics and business." Yeah. I feel the team did what the team had to do for the team. It was business. Yeah. It was business. And yeah. I don't know how much the two were related. You got people that have said that. I've heard people say that, you know, the calf injury ain't had nothing to do with the mm-hmm. with the Achilles going or whatever. I mean, to me, I always felt like once something gets hurt until it's completely healed, you overcompensate yeah. in different ways. So you're going to walk different. Yeah. You're going to run different. You're going to cut different or whatever. So to me, it lends itself to it. Y'all more mm-hmm. sports people, you know, yeah. as far as being playing, you know, oh, things like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, so I, I'll defer to y'all. But to me, I feel like you overcompensate when stuff happens. So yeah, to me, of course. To me, it's just business. It's, yeah. Look at no. I was just saying, business and ethics. Ethic. The ethics apply to the business. So it depends on what business you're in, and right. that dictates your ethics. Absolutely. They say you have to report an injury. They don't say they got to report your real injury. Exactly. So exactly. this is business, brother. Like, real quick, it was this thing, it was a while back, but I don't know if it was, I can't remember what state it was in, but these people videotaped these people drowning or whatever, and they mm. went to court for mm-hmm. it, and they got found out guilty. Yeah. Because filming somebody, it's not your moral obligation to help somebody that's dying. Like, they went to court because they were saying you filmed somebody while they was drowning. Right. Ethically, that's fucked up. Right. But... There's no law that says I got to help you if you're dying. Right. Um, I mean, I mean, people ride past cars and it's all the time. All the some, time. Some people choose to stop. Some people don't. And some people be like, I saw an accident on yeah. 480 since since I've been traveling to work now. It, it, it was it, one time I saw somebody pulled over, like, yeah. like playing double dutch for traffic, get ready to go over and see if somebody's okay. I, I roll past <laughs> that nigga, like this. <laughs> that's crazy, <laughs> cuz. Nigga, I hit the, I hit the, the, the Knight Rider turbo jump yeah. thing over the car. Nigga, yeah. I'm... <laughs> exactly. I, sorry. So that's the thing, ethics, man. Yeah, plus, I mean, just something as simple as this, too. And I remember this, even playing organized sports. 
you never want to give other teams a heads up on you on what's really mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. You don't want to give them a chance to prepare yeah. for what may be going on. So if they would have said, yeah. came out and said, hey, Iggy, yeah, he, you know, um, Andre Iguodala has a fractured leg, mm-hmm. they automatically, whoever they playing, going to be like, oh, okay, this is what mm-hmm. we going to do. But it sounds better saying, hey, he got a bruised. Yep. Bruised leg. The shit, the shit happened last night with John Bones Jones in the championship in the yeah, UFC yeah, championship yeah. fight. Dude probably tore his ACL yeah. in the first round of the fight. Yeah. But it was about his, six, seven, eight times his nigga, knee like buckled. Buckle. But his yeah. corner didn't say shit during middle during breaks, during right. rounds. Cause if somebody would have said something, somebody on the broadcast would have heard it, text somebody in the corner, and somebody been like, he got a torn ACL. Go for that leg. Did nobody yeah. bring shit up? Yeah. That's, that's what it is. I mean, yeah. we, we can report and, and I'm sure they had conversations with Kevin Durant. Like, listen, man, you can come back. You know what I mean? Like, right. you probably gonna, you know, you gonna run the risk of Blase skip. You know what we gonna do? And that's what I was about to well, say. Still at, need at his the blessing. Day, it was his com- It was his decision to make, though. At the end of the day, he chose to get back out there and try to play. And I get mm-hmm. it because you're playing for a championship. I'm not Hell, it. you're yeah. third in a row. Yeah. I mean, so because and we go from uh, exalting these players to then treating them like babies. They like he 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 uh he what if he ain't know his his Achilles was torn? Let me tell y'all something. Right. If I go to the doctor, knows some shit. nigga, and the doctor puts the ice bag, my calf is up here. This right. nigga is seven feet tall. His calf is even higher than mine. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm right. Why the fuck is that ice bag? If if my daughter had at five years old had an ice bag on her leg, you wouldn't be able to tell if it was on her calf or on her Achilles. Yeah. Kevin Durant, why the fuck is that ice bag on the back of your Achilles? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man, stop playing. Right. Stop playing, dog. You know your Achilles is fucked up. So, I mean, it is what it is, man. Okay. Hey. I get it. Thanks for the question in the feed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Since we're talking about morals, we let's let's stay on morals. We got a couple things that that was thrown out there as topics and things like that. Um so we'll bring up a few of these things uh just morally. Um one of the things was what happens when um just in life in general, you feel like you meet like your soulmate or you meet or you know that you really are with someone else or or want to be with someone else, mm-hmm. but you can't be with that person. Mm-hmm. You know, what's your moral responsibility at that point, mm-hmm. I guess, or mm-hmm. what's the right thing to do morally? Because it could be a number of reasons why you can't yeah. be with that person. Maybe you involved. Maybe they're, they're involved. involved. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just maybe it's whatever. I don't know. But morally. What is your spot? Uh, what is the thing to do hmm. if you know you can't be that person? Like, do you do you ever tell them mm-hmm. that you want to be with them? You know, to to make sure they know. Do you just do you take it to the grave? I don't know. What's what's hmm. the moral compass on that right there? That's a hell of a question, man. Because I think it's all of the to take it to the legal term. It's the mitigating factors. Like, what is involved here? Because as you grow in life and you get more responsibilities, you're morally connected to your responsibilities and your loyalties above your wants and desires. That's the true mark of of progression and accepting adulthood. You know what I'm saying? And understanding it like, yo, I am morally obligated to a family or your kids or I mean, I saw this podcast, my bad, real quick. I saw this, po- this podcast a couple weeks ago. You know, we always trying to sharpen the sword. Right. And it was one of the dopest things I ever heard, and I do it all the time. And it was the first time I ever heard somebody articulate it this way. He was talking about his daughter um, loves bananas, and it was one decent banana and one that was kind of brown. And he didn't just, like, 
discard or or give her the, the nice banana. He ate the brand, the banana that was browning just so his daughter didn't make the mistake of eating that banana. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like when you legitimately start putting somebody else's life decisions before in front of yours, like when you not you're not just saying I'm gonna save the good one for my daughter. I'm gonna eat the fucked up one so she don't even get, get a, a chance, chance to, to eat it. it. Yeah, I got you. Like you start putting people's life and and it, it doesn't become. A, it's not. A, <laughs> but why am I why am I putting my stomach track, because, my, my intestinal because, fortitude you, in danger? I why can't I just throw it away? I understand. You could, I, I know what you. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. You're right. You could, I don't want the bubble gut. You could just throw it away because it, it wasn't that it was. Un, it, it wasn't that it was unedible. It just was the more fucked up of the two. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't. I mean, if, if it was rotten, then throw that shit away. <laughs> I'm not eating a rotten banana for nobody. Right. But no, I'm just saying in that situation. Um, I feel like your personal desires or your soulmate desires only matter if you're available to be with that person if you're not man and you can't as a man or a woman look at life through the prism you're supposed to look at that motherfucker because you. you're not fucking up you fucking up everybody's routine right you man fuck I got you. that man yeah. no i get you you know maybe i guess, I guess i'm gonna just you know an aspect because i was thinking about the you know the, the topic and i mean I, i'll just be like i always say black and white no shades of gray man I'm gonna ask, I know, and I know. Watch this. Let's see how many responses we get. I'm gonna ask the feed. Mm-hmm. Have y'all ever had people? <laughs> no, let me not ask the feed. It, <laughs> ask the feed. Because no. <laughs> it's people in the feed that's married. Different you ever had somebody wash up in your sink and you <laughs> wanted them to stay? No. <laughs> I mean, truly. Okay, I'm gonna ask the question, but I want y'all to really think to yourselves. Have y'all ever had somebody that y'all genuinely really cared for and really wanted to be with, but you knew because of circumstances mm-hmm. and situations? That it was never going to happen. And it's a loaded question, man. It is. Because let's say you are in a relationship, right? And you do meet somebody or whatever. You don't fully, you gotta control your desire because you don't know that person. Right. You don't know them. You don't have the space or the time to get to know them. Even if you talk to them a lot, even if you interact with them, you see them at at work or at the game or whatever, at the gym, at the, wherever. Okay. You still don't get to like, you never run them when they take their shoes off at night. You don't even know if they feet stink. You, right. you don't know this motherfucker. Right. Still. Even if you feel like you know him, you don't know him. Okay, I'll put it like this, Steve. Okay. If it's somebody out there that you like and want to mm-hmm. kick it with, and you may, you may think it's not morally right to mm-hmm. do it mm-hmm. are you wrong if you pursue that if it's not morally because right because rea- in reality which is something I had mm-hmm. to actually over the years come to grips with is that mm-hmm. you control in control of your own life true. who can tell you what makes you what makes you happy and mm-hmm. and what to do mm-hmm. like I really had to come to grips with that shit and when you start mm-hmm. maturing mm-hmm. and looking at things from a different perspective mm-hmm. you can kind of be like you know what I deserve to be happy mm-hmm. if this the person that made me happy Mm-hmm. I should go for it. What do you, now? What, do I think it's different methods of yeah. how to handle going for it, depending on situations? But this is the thing, yeah. though. What are you sacrificing? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I know what the hell that was. And you're right, because it, it, because it's a loaded question because of 
where you if it's just a simple I'm dating two people and this, you know what I mean and one of them I want to rock with over the other one. Yeah. Do what you do, man. I feel it. Yeah. I do agree. what you do. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Rock with the other person. But what are you what makes you happy? It depends on what makes you happy, man. If you are somebody who's who's single and and or 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 just not single, but you dating, you got a chick you fucking right. with, but you know what I'm saying? You see somebody, you, you meet somebody else, you're like, yeah. yo, this is a doper situation. Yeah, man, do absolutely. what makes you happy, oh, man. Oh, yeah, definitely. But if you are if you are a male who's matured in life and you connected to a certain group of crop of people or kids, whatever the case may be, if your kids don't make you feel happier than any fucking thing you could ever do in your life, then something wrong with you. I agree. There's nothing in this world that could make me happier than my kids being happy. That's what I right. heard, but I mean, I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends, man. So it, it depends, though. You yeah. know what I mean? I think it depends, though. I, I, I guess, Be happy, though. Yeah. See, that's what I'm Be thinking. happy. And it was a reason behind, it's Beth behind my madness mm-hmm. as far as asking that question mm-hmm. because you come into different points in your life where, especially like where I'm at, mm-hmm. where I just want to do what makes me happy. Do what you do. Because, you know, I, you know, I've had conversations with y'all in particular, like, you know, and different people, my brothers, you know, mm-hmm. that that say shit like, hey, Jay, man, you you consistently making other people happy than mm-hmm. yourself, nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to make, and I ain't making this about me, but I'm just saying in general. It's just like, I'm really starting to see, like, in life, you got to make yourself mm-hmm. happy. You have to. Because if you don't, I think you could want to be miserable and life is, shoulda, life, coulda, woulda. Life is too short to, um, to not be happy, to not find mm-hmm. your own happiness to mm-hmm. me. Um, I don't know. I, I'm the type of person that I can't, keep myself in unhappy places or mm-hmm. unhappy situations. Like I guess it is more so pertaining to relationships or whatever. I can't keep myself in unhappy situations too long. Right. I mean, I know I'll ride some stuff out because I'm always thinking about another person, like the other person and be like, all right, well, you know, you're thinking about not wanting to hurt them and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I love myself more than anything else. You, you know have what, to love yourself. You know mm-hmm. what a person told me? And, it were, and we're going to get to these, a couple of these comments, y'all. Yeah, real quick. And, and I swear it was probably the realest shit I ever heard. Mm-hmm. At the time, it kind of hurt, but it was real. And I, I want to ask people in the feed, too, how y'all feel about this statement. They told me, I love me more than I love you. Mm-hmm. That's real. I don't think you could be mad at somebody That's for that. real. Like, why the fuck would you be mad at somebody for saying, personally, me, you know, if I, if I was the one to be like, I love me more than I love you? Because yeah. I think it's so, what's the term? I think it's so, I don't know. If someone could tell me or if I could tell somebody I love you more than I love myself, I think that's so fucking grand right? that somebody See, loves you that much. But at the end of it all, I still, like, I'm not killing myself for somebody. Mm-hmm, like, right. to me, that's the yeah. ultimate thing of love. Now, now go, mm-hmm. no, go. No, that's what I was getting to. That's real shit. I think in the, the aspect that they were using that term mm-hmm. to me at the time was for their own selfish gain. Mm-hmm. If you understand what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like, oh, I just love me so much. Mm-hmm. No, it was just like, look, I fuck you over because I, that's what I want to do. Because I want to do, yeah. Which no. leads me into the point going back to mm-hmm. should you be happy or sometimes is it a situation where you shouldn't fuck with it because and that's why I keep that's why I keep going back to it depends on the morals of the person. What what are what are the, what's their ulterior motive? What makes them happy? Right. What fuels their happiness? Right. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying like it. Yeah. it if your if your love for yourself is that intense, that you'll risk it all, because you know what, man, fuck it, why don't let's not tiptoe. I'm about to adjust in the seat. Yeah, I was <laughs> <waiting>. <laughs> let's not tiptoe around this shit, right? Yeah. 
and I'm, I'm obviously we, we're just having a discussion. I'm not speaking from personal experience. And if it is, none of long, us are speaking long, from personal long, experience long, on this, right. you know, just so we everybody knows. Um, that's why I mean, it's a real thing. I mean, people dip out and do shit in their relationships all the time. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's human is what humans do. You know what I mean? A lot of times it's, 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 it's fucked up, but it depends on what everybody has involved in the situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if two people enter into an agreement that this is what it is, we want to have fun and we don't want to risk what's going on. Not that I agree with that, but I can understand that logic. Like, yo, you, you, you a hedge fund man. I don't know. You, you, you make money. You, you do what you got to do on the weekend. Right. Sometimes y'all take trips to a certain city for business trips. Y'all link up and, right. and, and have fun, strap up, put on condoms, and then go back home. That's what people do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can understand understand that more than like somebody having a whole ass family mm. and choosing themselves. Over the family in the sense of like, I want to be with this other person as opposed to this whole yeah, fucking family shitty. behind yeah, that's me. Shitty. That's, that's shitty. fucked up. That's shitty. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, don't choose yourself over the people that are dependent on you. Right. That's fucked up. That's a morally, if you ask me, a morally fucked up person. Right. I know the other thing. I know meeting up with Susie in fucking right. <laughs> Montana once a month is fucked up too. But if they both enter into that shit with the same mind frame, That's right. then them two adults right. doing some shit to make them happy. Could it end in the same way? Yeah. yeah. Right, right. It could. Yeah. But to me personally, if people who just make that decision right. to say fuck what's going on in my real life, I just want to be with you, <laughs> something wrong with them, man. Right. Yeah, I see Toya said ghost on power. That's like that is like the perfect TV example mm-hmm. of of what it is. Where yeah, it is. A, Somebody that was from your past, that's your soulmate. I'm like that's and mm-hmm. but you already married, you already got the family and everything. And it's you like, got a wife at home that's down to do anything yeah. for you, cuz. Right. Yeah. But I still say I'm sorry to get in that little side note. I still What's say that? she fucked up on that on his wife. Because in the beginning of that show, he mm-hmm. wanted to get out the life. He mm-hmm. wanted to go straight. Yeah. And she wanted him to stay in that shit. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, somebody come back in his past where that's you know, she didn't know what he was doing on the uh, mm-hmm. his his real life. But still, that's but my that's man the, wants to go straight, nigga. But your wife ain't supporting it. But that's a hell of a, that's a hell of a, 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 a example she gave in the feed because with that show, once Angela finally found out, and I didn't watch a lot of the last season, so I don't know. Up until the point when like he had to cuss out Tariq, that's when I stopped watching it because I'm like, not Tariq a thug, fuck this show. But anyway, right. uh, <laughs> she wasn't like gung ho on him getting out either. She wanted him out, but she wasn't like, we don't know what decision Angela would have made if she was Tasha. That's true. That's true. He Because he, he ain't honest with Angela like he is with Tasha. Nigga, I, niggas, if you going to make, you know what, yeah. men, you motherfuckers, if you're going to make this decision, be honest with the chick that you love and want to be with, too. That's be just true. as honest with her as you are with the motherfucker at the crib the and then see what happens. Right. See if she still want to be with your musty ass after you honest with her. You bringing your musty ass thoughts into a whole new relationship, <laughs> fucking up her life because you like somebody. You a grown ass man. Right. Anyway. Uh, Mike, Mike Jackson in the feed said, what if you not Michael in the feed? <laughs> oh, Mike Jackson. I just said, I don't like your song. Like, right, right. <laughs> said, what, what if you not happy with your family? Not family, but the woman. The woman. Not family, but the woman. 
Man. That's a good question. That's a a good question. You mean you're unhappy with your current situation? You got to make a decision, man. You got to make a sound logic decision. You got to make a – my bad. I'm sorry. You got to make a sound decision. And please, fellas, don't add into that decision something you got for some other chick. If you're going to make that decision – Make that decision Make that decision independently of some chick you think you can probably go bang and live – in two cities over. Here we go. Don't do that, cuz. Don't let that, that individual influence that you, you. Influence, influence your decision. Okay. If you're not happy with the person that you're not Did with, you, not be, make your decision to leave them because of that, not because of the fact that you're you, dealing with somebody else. Exactly. That, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that. I, I agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. Because, I, look, like the old saying goes, people always think the grass is always green on the other side. Of yeah, course, when shit is going bad mm-hmm. at home, everything looks good. When everything shit is else looks good. You know, but how the saying goes with that too. Sometimes you, you just need by, to water your own. You can ride past the Euclid Motel when it's going bad. Like, man, I wonder what's going on in there. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> exactly. This light exactly. has been red a long time. <laughs> they got hourly rates. And right. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nigga. I make a right turn. <laughs> For real, nigga. I kick y'all niggas door down if I ever roll fast. <laughs> See, y'all whip outside. Get your nasty ass. <laughs> Imagine you ride past the Euclid Motel, you see a nigga you know coming out that bitch. Hey. I go squirt with that nigga. Hey, what if you see me coming out like this? Ah! Brushing his hair. <laughs> Yo, nigga, what if I actually did have a fucking unit on, like I'm a whole different nigga? You trying to hide in plain sight, nigga? Oh my god, <sighs> that's hilarious. Yeah, man. man. But yeah, I mean that's the only, I mean that's the only thing. If you are, if you unhappy, I mean obviously you know we live in a country. I don't know how much I believe these statistics. People be like fifty percent of people get divorced. We've been saying that shit yeah. since eighty three. Right, fifty percent right. of people get divorced, but. Then again, the people out of the people I know that's been married, less than fifty percent of them that have been divorced. Exactly. So I, I I know a lot of uncles, my mama and daddy. I know a lot, yeah. of, but like, I'm trying to think. I I mean you know, I know a, co- a couple people. Yeah, I know a couple people. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, just, I, I know, know a about couple. two, three. I, but I don't know. Maybe it, more if I think hard. Yeah, I don't know 50%, though. Yeah, yeah, it ain't 50% for me. Yeah. I don't know 50% either. Mm-mm. But the majority of people that I know that are married are still married. We yeah. could be in a minority, though. Maybe. we Because three of us grew up with parents that were together. Yeah. So you know we yeah. was in a minority but, already. And, and, I'm anyway. still, and I'm thinking back to some of those people that, you know, that – Maybe went on the trip with you, with y'all, a couple weeks ago. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I'm, st- you know, I'm. We come from the 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 the. the if, if anybody was gonna have high divorce rates, it's niggas from uh, the four four one one two. And I still don't know a whole lot. You know, I know a couple. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? True. But I mean, yeah. Even mm-hmm. from the most desolate of cities, I don't know a whole lot. And you know what? I'm I'm glad. You know what's so crazy? Like like, like we were just saying, we don't know a whole lot. I'm thankful, for real, for real, mm-hmm. that I can say the majority of the people in our generation that I know are married, mm-hmm. been married for years, mm-hmm. and they're working on the shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the one thing, too. That's a whole other topic, but mm-hmm. it's good to see people go through things, yeah. but still stick it out and try to work yeah. things out. And man. sometimes you can't work it out. Yeah. Sometimes it's unworkoutable, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, uh, the gym's closed, and they right. go, no working out today. <laughs> or in the case of this place... <laughs> 
an observance of Fourth yeah, of July. Fourth of July. That's a whole other story too. <laughs> the place I pay rent on is closed. You got me fucked up, sir. <laughs> nigga, pull up to your house and nigga say you can't pull in your driveway. You gotta park on the street. All right, square up. Just uh, tell me, don't even talk to niggas. Just tell yeah. them square up. All right, so we we talking morals. Mm-hmm. I saw something on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, last night I screenshotted it, so I'm gonna read what it said. It said. Um, if someone cheats or, do- or does something drastic in a relationship that shakes the trust and the other person forgives them and accepts them back, is it on the wrongdoer to give more than 100% to not just get back into the good graces, but to remove all doubt and prove that they are serious? And I had to think about mm-hmm. that because I think on the surface, the right answer is, yeah, you fucked up. So, yeah, you do got to go above and beyond to prove that, okay, yeah, I fucked up, but I'm here, I'm back, I'm, you know, I, I'm sorry, it won't happen again. Mm-hmm. I do believe that on the surface, but then I thought about it too, where it's like, if a motherfucker got to go that far to prove that they're then serious, forgive you. never should have took the motherfucker back. I agree with that. I get that. I feel like there's a period of time, because I always get annoyed with that, football players and basketball players, athletes in general say that shit all the time, yeah. 110%, 120%. Okay, what the fuck? I can't give you more than 100% of me, motherfucker. But I kind of get it. Like, Kobe had to buy that ring. Oh, yeah. That was 110%. Yes. Yeah. I feel like you have a gesture period where you got to, like, do some gesturable shit. You got to have some bath waters running we, when niggas get home. We create words like a motherfucker yeah. this week. Oh, it's Hell going yeah. down today. Gesturable. Yeah, it's a diction. I'm a diction ne- diction nigga today. <laughs> diction Dictionary nigga. nigga. Diction I need nigga. you to pause and say that shit correctly. Diction nigga. <laughs> Thank you. Dictionary nigga. All right. Anyway. Hyphen <laughs> 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 nigga. Hyphen. <laughs> and you can't even break it down like dick. <laughs> okay. Whatever. <laughs> but uh, but no, yeah, I feel like there's a period where you gotta kind of go above and beyond or whatever. Right. But then, if you gotta keep going above and beyond just to maintain, then she don't, the, nah. he or she don't really forgive you. Hell no, and then that's the reality. I say it just like this: black and white, no shades of fucking gray. Okay. Mm-hmm. If I fuck up, it is my duty. If I love you, and 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 I'm also in love with you and want to be with you, it is my duty to try to, you know. Mm-hmm. Make you for you know get back in your good graces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That does not give you the key to the I can treat you how I want to treat you city. Yeah, for for however yeah. long I want to treat mm-hmm. you. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, because the reality is like brainstorm said, then you might as well not have taken me back. Mm-hmm. But don't get it twisted. At the same time, on the flip side of that point, once you lose trust, it's always hard to get that shit back mm-hmm. because especially being like say just for instance, just cheated on, it's gonna be hard because. Mm-hmm. You could be in love with that person, and as much as you want to forgive them, them things gonna start creeping. Because the reality is, a lot of the time when people cheat, the person that, that, that that's that's cheating on them probably act the same way they gonna act when they they, they forgive it. You know, you get what I'm saying? A nigga probably still gonna be cool as fuck. So mm-hmm. you don't know how to read that motherfucker now, yeah. and it got you like that's why I'm kind of in on a belief that sometimes when a certain level or aspect is broken, a certain boundary you go past, that you just need to squash the whole motherfucking thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes on the flip side of that. Because mm-hmm. b- cheating and truck, that shit is hard to come back from. Yeah, you're right. Because you'll always look at that person like, damn, mm-hmm. I wonder if they, especially if you love that person, mm-hmm. you in love. Now, if it's a motherfucker that you really don't give a shit about all like that, mm-hmm. it's yeah, just like, nigga, whatever. Yeah, okay. But if somebody yeah. you in love with, mm-hmm. nigga, it's the mm-hmm. hardest thing in the world. Yeah. Why do you think when it comes to like divorce, that one of the biggest things is adultery? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's one of the hardest things to come back from. Yeah. You know? Damn near impossible. Yeah. Damn near. Ah, uh, okay. It's good points. So I see in the feed, I saw Jerry said that um uh she said that she thinks that if you messed up then you wasn't given a hundred percent. So she feels like if you was forgiven then it's you have to start giving a hundred percent at that point. It, but it it depends on the type of person you're dealing with though. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, read, I read it too. I think I think that statement is is can both be true and false. Meaning, of course, obviously they weren't given a hundred percent. I know they're gonna talk about emotionally and all the different kind of shit, but that's hard to to measure. You know what I mean? Because he probably was overcompensating. So that's not always a great measure. Is his lack of percentage given? Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, especially if they're doing some shit in a downtime situation. You know what I mean? I can see if they're taking away from your time at home or canceling on you to go fuck on somebody else. Right. But if they doing it in some downtime, work, whatever the case may be, you know what I'm saying? You might be dealing with a psychopath nigga that's like overcompensating for his doing some fucked up shit by doing extra nice shit for you. Right. Cooking for you and bringing you shit and buying you gifts and you know whatever I know that's materialistic shit right. but but it depends on the kind of nigga is he a psychopath or is he a normal motherfucker right cuz psychopaths might be overcompensating and giving you somewhere in the 90s of percentages right even though they own some fuck shit right april had a good point too and justin had a justin said people want retribution for their forgiveness they won't feel whole without some kind of get back that's true I too i think that's human nature yeah and april said i've never seen a relationship bounce back from cheating if they're still together, they have long-term issues that make them unhappy. I'm going to tell you how... Uh, I've seen, seen that happen a bunch of times. I'm going to tell you how I feel about that to a certain degree. It's going to sound fucked up. Mm-hmm. The only time I really see cheating work out within the marriage is when they older. Because they set in their ways, and they and nine times out of ten, I'm going to just use example for women, the wife, let's just say the man is the one mm-hmm. that's cheating. Mm-hmm. They so set in their ways... Everything they used to everything being taken care of. Mm. Everything is is what it is. They got kids together that's grown. Mm. They look at it like as long as that nigga paid the rent and stuff. But mm. I don't give a fuck what Luther do. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the only yeah. time I've ever seen some type of like stuff going on as far as cheating work we can, out. We can get into the cheating conversation. <laughs> that's just a. I've 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 personally seen it happen. You know where people. It, it, I think it just depends on. What the people want, man. I don't right. think it's a given that if somebody do some fucked up shit like that, that the relationship was over. I've seen it yeah. turn out the other way. And I've seen it make a relationship stronger. Yeah. Actually. Our cultures Sometimes. our cultures Sometimes. are yeah. Especially the black culture is different. We are we are a little we're a little different when it comes to shit like that. When yeah. it comes to we 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 tend to date private investigators. These females are private investigators. You know what I'm saying? And like you have the some other cultures where um listen, prostitution is not banging like it is in <laughs> Vegas and escort services right. and rub and tug shops, massage shops and shit mm-hmm. like that. Them shits ain't banging because they not getting business. The Robert Kraft special. The Robert Crafts <laughs> of the world. Yeah. Let me get that number. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. <laughs> some 12. of the you know, like like Trying to catch a nigga on an episode, your per- <laughs> trying to catch a nigga on your personal episode of Cheaters is not at the top of everybody's list yeah. in relationship. Man, that shit is draining, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, if you got to be in a relationship, you check behind, you, motherfuckers, you, dude. 
if you have to, I'm, I'm, this is a, this is a what's the word? Uh, this is my bulletin board or mm-hmm. bulletin special bulletin. If you in a relationship where you constantly got to keep thinking about a motherfucker doing this and doing that and all this other shit, get out of it. Yeah, get out of it. Mm-hmm. And, that, yeah. and that's from example. I mean, yeah. that's from experience yeah, too. Real get shit. out of it. That's that is shit. the worst fucking feeling in the world. To sit back and wonder mentally mm-hmm. and emotionally draining. Yeah. Inse- and, and it's part, of, and sometimes it's insecurities or whatever the case may be. But the reality is, when you get to that level where you think that motherfucker's doing something mm-hmm. and you constantly going like going through phones and all this other shit, it's man, a wrap. fuck all that, man. It's a wrap, man. Let it go. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So morals. We speaking about morals today. Um, shit, what was the one I was about to hit? Um, God damn, I done lost my goddamn whole train of thought. One of y'all talks about get no, no, no. Playboy looking back, is he gonna find it? <laughs> okay, here y'all go. Here y'all go. No, so this is this is a little bit not as serious as that, but morally, what do you do when uh, your best friend puts you in a situation? Oh shit! That uh, that you don't particularly want to be in. Like, say you're out somewhere. Say Playboy's my best friend, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, Titus, Titus, mm-hmm. we do everything together, right? Yeah. Say we out at a spot somewhere or whatever, Playboy gets to run in his mouth at some nigga. All I do is I turn around, and I see Playboy, somebody they face-to-face about to go at it or whatever. Yeah. Morally, as a friend, it's my job to step on in that boy, and if, and if st- we, we all got to swing, morally. Right I, now, after <laughs> I'm just saying, he, I'm, he just I'm, kept going as I'm, if I'm, that I'm, was I'm, a given. Yeah, yeah, I'm, okay. just, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm double back. <laughs> this nigga don't fuck with cruises. <laughs> I'm, I'm laying it all on the table. Morally, or group fights. Morally, you morally, you see your nigga getting swung on or some shit like that. Like you just you coming over. Look, it's morally, good, you yes. got to step in. Yeah, absolutely. after the fact though, you might have to have that. Well, you gonna have that conversation. What the fuck happened? This is just me. I'm laying it out there. Is this right or wrong? Yeah. You got to have that conversation. And then if your friend fucked up, you got to check your friend probably. But morally. So you about to be a fighting nigga all night. Yo, <laughs> got to fight again. Right. Nigga, we fighting because you was yeah, on some dumb yeah, shit. So dumb I'm shit, saying. Yeah. So morally, is that the correct way to approach that situation? Mine's is simple. It's like this. This is how it is for me. Okay. If I'm out with either one of y'all. Mm-hmm. And you get into it, Dev. You get into it mm-hmm. with somebody, and let's just say he has it's somebody there with a group mm-hmm. of people or whatever. I, you get into it with I don't know the reason why or whatever the case or what happened. All I know is we in survival mode. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I like to call it. We in survival mode. Mm-hmm. If you about to shoot the fair one with somebody, shoot the fair one. Mm-hmm. But the minute a motherfucker even look like they about to get in, into the situation, that's when I, no matter whether I'm in that's it or not. Right down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No matter whether I'm in it or not, that's when the, the line get crossed for me to jump into the shit. Yeah. Now, later on, after we finish with that shit and we, we drinking on some hand or something, I'm like, nigga, what the fuck, man? You know what I'm saying? If, if it's a situation where that's you cause the situation. Mm-hmm. Because my, my thing is this. If we brothers, friends, whatever you want to call it, it morally my obligation to check you on some bullshit, if I'm going to lie to you, then I ain't your best friend. That's real shit. I got to keep it real with you. Like, I, I got to keep it real with you. You're going to have to tell me, Playboy, you fucked up, nigga. What was yeah, you thinking, nigga? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the only way, that's the only way how Mark said you got to do it after. Yeah. Real. Yeah, you got to do it after it because in that moment, like you said, it's survival mode. Yeah. Probably I got to get out back this bitch. Off the I'm top. probably had that conversation with you in room C24. <laughs> <laughs> 
Listen, this is the thing. That's real shit. This is a 37-year-old black male from East Cleveland who been fighting and shit and going through shit my whole life. At this age, man, yeah, I'm going to need my nigga to know that I got shit to lose. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Good I'm point. slowly getting to a point where if you fight, nigga, I probably won't and we you. almost 40, that sounds like a personal problem. Mm. I just, I'm not going to get into, you know, I have a number of friends, but, but people who get into some shit that I'm not really in on, that I don't really fuck with all like that. Yeah. There was a point in time in my life, nigga, if you squabbing, I'm squabbing. You squared up, I'm squared yeah. up. I'm just being honest with you. I'm being completely honest. Yeah. I'll never leave a nigga hanging out to dry if I go out somewhere and somebody get into some shit. I mean, the East Cleveland is going to kick in, click in in me. I would just hope that my nigga at this point in time in my life right. would not have me come out with him and he on some fuck shit. Exactly. You step on a nigga's shoes, apologize. If that nigga swing on you, we got to fight, I guess. Right. It's, it's something that's inevitable. Yeah, but if... I didn't been out too many times as a grown ass man, and they had to square up with a nigga. Right. Mm-hmm. I just, it's just not. If you want some dumb drunk shit, right. I feel like at this point in my life, I reserved the right to use. It was a point in time where I wouldn't use no consciousness. Right. If a nigga squared up, then I'm squaring up. Right. 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 I, I'm trying to get back home tonight, cause That's I got to take my kids to get to get school supplies in the morning. I, mean, right. I don't know what to tell you. I, my goal coming out tonight is to get home. Right, exactly. Just to have a good time and, Step out. And, and get my ass back home. That's it. Fraternize for a little bit. Get to the crib. Get to the crib. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you start doing shit that's going to jeopardize my ability to get back home, yeah. I got a meeting probably... at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. If right, I'm going to yeah. miss that meeting because I'm in I jail. Agree yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, I'm just not blindly going to square up. Right. No, I get you. If you on some drunk shit, then I guess you got your ass up tonight, my nigga. If you <laughs> mad, see, then beat me up then. See, right. See, in but, a control room. But you just got your situation is. That means you know what they were already. I'm talking about like you yeah. just say you chilling, you turn around, you see your nigga getting stolen on, but like two, three niggas, like you don't even know what happened. Let's say that. Let's let's let's. That's the other side of it. I, I, I got. To. I'm gonna try to break it up. I don't know if I'm gonna just. Fi- I don't. Why the fuck am I? Okay. I'm asking the question. Brainstorm. Hey. I'm with you. Yeah. Why are you living a life where five niggas want to beat you up in the club? <laughs> 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 I don't know. Hey, it was I, a point in time in my life where that was cool. Like, that yeah, was yeah. a possibility. Every time you went out, you never knew yeah, what was going to happen. I, I, I used to be that little nigga back in the we day. We wear I, shirts and ties to work. Why yeah, the fuck five yeah, niggas want to beat you yeah. up? I used, bitch to, you for who, I used who, to be that dude sometimes at a point because I just saw my, my best friend hit the feet. I don't know. If she, hopefully, she's still watching. Who chick you I remember, fucking, cuz? No, you fucking I, somebody chick. Who? I used to be true. the nigga that... that you stepped on my shoe. I'm looking at you up and down like you little. <laughs> my best friend Mill would grab me like if you don't sit your step, little ass down. Nigga like, stepped I, on my sneakers, man. <laughs> you stepped on my forces, cuz. You know niggas wear forces, though. <laughs> With the matching headband. You know what's up get stepped on? It's a wrap. It's a wrap. You gotta you gotta throw them bitches in the trash. Right. Like 10. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think it was a period of time in our life where that was a go. I put like this. I just ain't there no more. If if this is okay, this is this is me. I'm snitching on you because I'm doing all. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm a changed nigga. I'm not the same right. nigga. <laughs> he got he came with the drugs. <laughs> I don't Hold know on. why I gotta be me, man. <laughs> My man. No, why I gotta? That was a that was just a joke. Yeah, people. it was a joke, people. Was a joke. <laughs> no, right. I, I put it like this. First and foremost, mm-hmm. 
over my his my <laughs> over my experience through history of dealing with friends. I'm not kicking it with a nigga that's a habitual line stepper. You know what I'm saying? You can't. That's number one. Yeah. Because you have a lot of individuals that is that are habitual line steppers mm-hmm. that won't bust a grape in a fruit fight. Exactly. And then you'll be Now you fighting three shit. niggas. Right. Now you the one getting stumped on <laughs> while they, you know, sipping on their yak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, nah. If this is a situation we just randomly out, like, say I'm with one of, like, mm-hmm. one of y'all. And the thing is, on the flip side of that too, Dev, mm-hmm. it could be a situation where you know how I'm cut. Mm-hmm. What would be your first thing in your mind if you seen two niggas swinging on me? Oh, if that's what I'm saying. If I'm out with some something like that happened, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm I'm helping out. I'm helping out. Right, right. No, I know, I know, I get that. Yeah. But you have them niggas on some other shit. But you know, no. They probably trying to rob this nigga because he a chemical engineer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They see the chain around his neck. I see his shimmering, man. I see his shimmering. <laughs> I see you with a coat of pairs of shoes. The niggas trying to get you. I already know what they are. This nigga is just uh, somebody stepping his shoe and brainstorm the swing on a nigga. Hey, <laughs> no, he in the brainstorm is low key. <laughs> Why I got a fucking thug? Why I gotta be the problematic one all the time? <laughs> now we in the bar fighting, four niggas. We was down on Bourbon oh, Street, so brainstorm was like, what the fuck, nigga? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, but no, man. I, but at, at the end of the day, if it's a situation where it's just like, you know, it's one of my cats. That I, you know, wouldn't expect to be involved in nothing, mm-hmm. and something happened. Of course, I've got your back. Yeah, but I, it's like you said earlier. But Dev made a great point. We have evolved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No longer part of the niggerdom. Yeah, it was a situation. I'm too old. To <laughs> I don't exist fighting. in nigger nation no more, cuz it's, it's like the homie Roger said <laughs> earlier, a little bit earlier in the feed. Roger, it's like the the evaluation comes before the situation, not mm-hmm. during. It's like so. I think to me, I take that as you got to know who you're going out with. Before you go, like mm-hmm. I got, I got a couple homies right now that I know can be a little problematic. We ain't hung in a while, but I know who they used to be, yeah. and I know if we go out, I there's things I expect to happen when we go out, right? Mm-hmm. You know, certain situations I expect to handle when we mm-hmm. go. Like I, I got one homie that I know, you know, you always used to show up, he'd be broke, like he kill, he'll call you to kick right. it. And then you get to the spot, no nigga. Be like, nigga. oh man, you know that's how I used to. Know, I'll like, spin you before I go somewhere broke with you. I'll spin the, the fuck only. out of niggas. <laughs> oh, we were supposed to go tonight. <laughs> yeah, you knew we was going. So, <laughs> so I knew that about him, mm-hmm. but I also knew that if there was anything that ever happened in my life, and I had to call one that nigga, he, he was broken, ready to fight, huh? That nigga yeah. was gonna be the first one I called. Yeah. Right. Period. We went. To, I ain't yeah. gonna say nothing. I just, yeah, I just think we're. Being honest, like at this point, present day, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna do no. I'm not just gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna barbecue patty a nigga and just call the police if we having a conversation in the room. Right. But if we about to do some shit, and some shit go down left, and you didn't put me in fucking jeopardy. Right. Cause you got me fucked up. You got me fucked up. You got me <laughs> fucked up. If I, you know, I'm not a rapper. You know how be, how mad I'd be if I was out and I got into a fight and Dale was sitting there <laughs> drinking in the corner. Like this. I don't know that nigga. <laughs> you, you know how mad I no, would be. I would, I, would, I would help. I mean, I would help. But I'm just not going to like start taking off on niggas for no reason. But I would feel bad too if I put people in the position yeah, that force yeah, y'all to have yeah. to do something. So I, I would start know. assessing the night. We 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 we've, we've kicked it a, a bunch since I've been on. A, we one thing I give us credit for all three of us, this is, especially brainstorm. Yeah. Like just because I, it's a couple times we've been out, 
we're assessors. Like niggas that start, they'll be like, all right, these last two hours, these niggas, uh-huh. the, this nigga a little more drunker than he was an hour ago. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. I just feel like we're more experienced now. And like, yeah. it depends on what level you at. If it's 915, then something crazy must have happened. If it's 130 and I saw you was drunk at 1120, right. you probably was on some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I just feel like we just assess it. We got to assess the situation, man. And <laughs> April says she will not be world star. <laughs> I'm, I'm not getting jumped for none of you niggas, okay? <laughs> and I'm not going to jail for none of you niggas. Yeah. Love y'all, okay? And don't go to jail for me. Nigga be on the podcast like, uh, so this is my last episode. Uh, <laughs> it was about eight, is mad at nine me. of them, man. I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> or I come to this, they be like, where them niggas at? I'm... I don't know. The police came. <laughs> it's like this. Um, it's like like, like for me, it's, it's it's like this for me. If we out in a situation mm-hmm. and and you outnumbered, I'm gonna help. You. Of course. But after we get outnumbered and after we we do what we gotta do, we're gonna have a conversation. We're gonna have a conversation afterwards. Like nigga, I'm not fucking with you no more. Mm-hmm. No, we can't kick it, nigga. I mm-hmm. got nothing but love for you. But I can't kick it with you, nigga. Every time we go, like nigga, some bullshit. Like no, I ain't know that shit, nigga. We. Niggas is old. Mm-hmm. Niggas got and niggas got way too, way much more to lose now than than before. But. I got more ailments now too. <laughs> right. I ain't got the same torque on my left foot. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nigga, I, did, I tried to lift something like four years ago. Nigga, I turned the wrong way. I was off for a month. I was nigga. on them jet skis on Saturday. Uh, uh, I mean on Friday. Nigga, my back was hurting on Sunday. <laughs> Because we, we fight. We when, fucking yeah, we fight with when bad you get back. out to that shit, it just you mm. can't do regular shit no Could more. You like Im- you do the next day, be like, nah, dog. Mm-mm. Could you imagine fighting? I, I mean, ain't fought. In I'm about to ask so you, when's the last time you got in a real fucking fight? Like, I ain't got in a fight. Fucking. What am I? Thirty? I ain't got in a fight in sixteen years. We was at a house party in college, and it was on some white boy, black dude shit. And we got in a fight. That was my last fight. Fight. My last altercation probably was like. Look at this special. This nigga so altercation. He's, he's uh, so classy. My yeah. last altercation. I had to dispose of a nigga last May. <laughs> <laughs> last May. <laughs> dispose of a nigga. I had to evacuate him from my. I had to evacuate from him from my premises. <laughs> no, last time I had to body a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I had to remove him yeah. from his feet. Yeah. No, the, his no. Shoes. The last, I think the last time I had an altercation probably about eight years ago. Probably about eight, 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 nine years, ten years ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. That's the last time mm. I had an altercation. I was high school, like literally. That's time I for real had to knuckle up and fight, fight, like high school, like yeah. junior, maybe something like that. Junior year. Mm-hmm. It's, been, it's been a minute for me. I, I've had now. I've had situations where they could have went left. Yeah, but they, yeah, we they all been those. I mean, shit, that was probably, as, I could say probably like two months ago, mm-hmm. about three months ago. I had a situation like that, but yeah. as Shout far out- as for real getting into it, like for real throwing hands, probably about eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Titan, man. He said he, he still suffers from his um, guilty by association, blaming on EC Street Education. Mm-hmm. I'll ride for you then, but it's over after that. Shout out to him, because he ain't going to be in the corner like 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 somebody sitting <laughs> at his desk right now. Oh, I'm going to tell no, you something about But what he do, though? Hey. But what he do, though? I ain't going to sit in the corner on you. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to my nigga Titan. I will tell you this right now. That nigga. He going to go? Is going to ask questions later. <laughs> He's a he's a goer. He's a goer. <laughs> he's a goer. He's a fucking goer, bro. I ain't gonna sit in the corner 
I move my chair to the middle of the room. No, I ain't gonna sit there. I help a nigga out in the squabble, man. But we gotta have a hell of a conversation yeah, afterwards, my yeah. nigga. What's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck is going on? Titan is a Titan is a good. He 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 for real. You know, if it's a situation, nigga, he gonna. He That's the thing about. Down. Listen, I know we 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 gotta get over this colorism shit in the world. The one place I the reason why I don't know it never existed. I didn't know it existed till I got older and college in college and different shit. Cause light skinned niggas in East Cleveland be going. You hear me? I ain't never really met, maybe it's because it's East Cleveland. Like, I ain't never met like a eh, right. light skinned nigga. Light skinned niggas be about action in East Cleveland, man. <laughs> God, true light skinned niggas? Anyway, I I'm, never knew nothing about it. I'm, I'm like, what you mean light skinned niggas is soft? Yeah. Right. I don't know. Not in my, my, my city. Life, I had to fight. She, talk, she, she talking about me. I've been yeah. laughing at her and Mike at one point. Mike mm-hmm. had said something to her because they both know who I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, Mills one to one. She would pull me out of a spot in a heartbeat. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, I done got told to sit my little ass down more. Than <laughs> Brainstorm <laughs> is one of the most. I will tell you this. Brainstorm is one of the most firecracker ass niggas I've ever dealt with in my life. This nigga will pop off in a but minute. I don't. I don't like. <laughs> but I'm like anybody else. I don't like drama though. Right. I don't. I just. I get what you're saying with that because it's it's a situation where it really it it, it really. Fucks your mind up mm-hmm. when you not that nigga. Yeah. When you not a motherfucker that you know it. Like I was speaking on this earlier about mm-hmm. a situation I had just on July 4th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I yeah, ain't yeah, a disrespectful yeah, yeah. nigga. Mm-hmm. So when I get disrespected, it kind of got it got you get you got me fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like if mm-hmm. you disrespecting me or any of us for that fact, there's something wrong yeah. with you, nigga. Yeah. Like for real. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, man. So we gonna be we gonna be wrapping up. So what's what's um, I guess we can end on a on a lighter note. Mm. Uh, challenges are getting out of hand no. on social media these days. For anybody that's on social media, when you see that new hashtag popping up and everybody's behind it, and this this challenge, you know, I got tired of the dance challenges. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was getting. I'll like, take them back now, please. Yeah, <laughs> give me a dance challenge because <laughs> sometime over the course of the last couple weeks since we've mm-hmm. been off too, mm-hmm. two of them came out. I. Now, for research purposes, I tried to find research, the one. Research purposes. I couldn't find it. I think I got to it too late. You know, we was traveling and stuff, so I missed it. But uh, there was a cucumber challenge. Ooh, said, ooh, only ooh. for research purposes, mm-hmm. I was looking. I only saw the parodies of it. But you want to explain what the, what the cucumber oh, challenge is? Oh, I, I, well, I, didn't, I didn't see it. I stumbled <laughs> up on it. Somebody. <laughs> no, but I, you know what? I'm not a fan of it just because I'm not a spit fan. And if it's coupled with, like, you know, if she's combining it with some stuff and it's going down and you know, it's pre cum and spit, you know, it's a it's a decent sight. But it was just actual spit. Right. And people was like women were You gotta explain it. It was deep throating the cucumbers. They mm-hmm. were Did sucking. you say it was in stores too? Yeah. They Damn. was in stores. You know who hands been on that shit? They don't care. They'll put the bitches back in the in the vegetable aisle. So basically what you're saying is you could have saw somebody in Giant Eagle. Deep throat in a cucumber. It's police officers in Giant Eagle in, in South Euclid, though. Really they're they're the rest up there, yeah. I just saw one. I'd have snitched. I'd have snitched. I'll <laughs> five. Excuse me, officer. I'll five. They're sucking on cucumbers. <laughs> Those hooligans. <laughs> but are they getting out of hand? I mean, they they're, they're deep hand. throat. No, okay. I don't know where to go with this, per se. Mm-hmm. Um, who the fuck is picking up a cucumber in stores and just <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm gonna have to do some research on here. For I'm, I was purposes. just thinking like, whose throat game <laughs> is is cucumber strong? Mm. Cucumber strong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck Cookie Strong for Cookie Carrasco. Cucumber strong. No, whose whose throat game is cucumber strong? Um, <laughs> um, Hashtag cucumber strong is oh, the fucking. This thing just gave me a headache. Man. You hear me? <laughs> oh man. I don't know. Oh, uh, cucumber strong. Do you hear I don't. I, I don't know either. But um, that is hilarious, nigga. I don't know. We have this show on After Dark. Called, I mean, I mean, a, a segment called After Dark. Yeah. Um, I'm not volunteering none of us because that's not what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was funny. Even <laughs> even when I went to Erie, I opened up the closet. It was a Bible, and I, I'm like, one of us must have been here. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah, yeah. Decorated. I, was, I left it for y'all. I was like, yo, one fifteen of us was years here ago, before. no yeah. one y'all was coming. Yeah. So it's not about us, mm-hmm. but. Somebody somewhere has to for our season two of after of after dark has to do the cucumber chat. They have to, yeah something. I don't know. We, I think there's something we need to incorporate. Mm-hmm. But outside of that though, I'll look into that for research purposes. I'll look into it. Yeah, I mean, we'll, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll look into any it. contestants. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but <laughs> I don't know who's cucumber ready. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, the, 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 the other one, man. The other one freaked me out, man. The ice cream oh, challenge. Oh, man, that's, yeah. that's just that's nasty. Just disgusting. That's disgusting. Right, you got to explain that one. So too. the ice cream challenge, people are walking around and they go in, in the store again. They're opening up the tops of ice cream. You know, the 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 ones, the the ones, the tube ones like this. You know what I mean? The taller ones. Pierre's ice cream. Taking the top off. Licking the top of the ice cream. You know, the part that, that on, the, on the top layer. Yeah. Putting the top back on and putting it back in the freezer. Oh, that's disgusting, man. I would get so mad if I went home because you know you'd be able to tell that something somebody either scooped something out or something like it's been open like that's disgusting. Who, how nasty are people that this is a challenge? Also, that mm-hmm. I'm just gonna put my well, at least that's something different than the cucumber. The cucumber is out in the open, yeah. you know. But at least so at least the ice cream was covered up. But who the hell is no licking ice idea. cream? These challenges are getting it's out of out hand. Out of control, man. It's out of control. But, but we need that's to, nasty as hell, man. That's the we need to be normal challenge. You know what I'm saying? Like, crazy, <laughs> like be normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but that was the people was doing the counter shit. Like, it, it, so online now, if you search it now, it'll be people like the, the ice cream challenge. People going into the freezer, getting ice cream and just putting it in their cart. Like that's how you that's how you buy ice cream. Right. Or people right. just getting cucumbers and putting them in the cart. Like that's how you order. You get food. And you know what? You know the you know what the fucked up part about this is too. Mm-hmm. There's a possibility that a person, you know how it comes with the protective wrap, some of mm-hmm. the ice creams, you don't have to necessarily you peel it all the way off. You don't. And it'll, it'll actually probably stick once you put it back probably. on. You would never know if somebody licking your ice know. cream or not. You never know. They but, have ruined my life. <laughs> but this is the thing, though. I was thinking about this the other day. If I was ever going hungry out in the streets, why, why wouldn't you just go into a grocery store and just start eating? Like, what the fuck can you lose? Even if you get arrested, you're going to a place to get jail, free meal. You got a bed to sleep full. in. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're going to sleep off what you just ate. Like, I would just go into the grocery store and start eating. Get a bag of grapes, walk around in that bitch, fill up my cart, leave it in a, the toothpaste aisle. Because nobody be in the toothpaste aisle at the grocery store. I can see Dale sitting in the corner eating groceries. <laughs> eating grapes the while same, niggas fighting. The same, niggas I'm going to say the same way. I can see him sitting in the club like, like this. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Them niggas, <laughs> I turned around and nigga was fighting. <laughs> hey, uh, y'all, y'all didn't bring my wings. Y'all didn't bring my wings. Right. I know the niggas fighting. I just yeah. want some wings. All right, anyway, let's get on man. out of here. We got um, um, last thing, last thing real quick. Because uh, Kareem Hunt was in the news for us here in Cleveland, running back from Cleveland. Um, used to play for the Chiefs. 
got cut by the Chiefs because the video, everybody knows the video of him mm-hmm. kicking the girl here mm-hmm. in the nine downtown. Um, but so he was in the news. He didn't do anything wrong, but something happened. So the police were talking to him. And of course, everybody has a camera. Everybody has a phone. Somebody videotaped the police talking to him. It's only like mm-hmm. a seven second clip. Yeah. Got on TMZ Sports or whatever. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask y'all and even the people watching. What is the price of fame for y'all? Or what would y'all mm-hmm. be willing to pay for fame? Because you're a ball player, you're a celebrity, you're you're whatever. I don't care what anybody says. If people always want to scream that you still have your right to privacy, and you do as a human. But once you cross that line into being famous and being a celebrity or whatever, you don't choose to give it up. It's just gone, especially in today's day and age. So mm-hmm. I want to ask y'all, what's the price of fame? Okay. It was this thing. Oh, what would y'all be willing to pay? Right. I can't remember who said it. It, I don't know if it was Eddie Murphy. It was somebody a while ago, a long time ago. They said it was Chris Rock, and he was he said uh, being famous is like having superpowers. And like once you get famous, you want to use your superpowers. You know what I'm saying? Like you can get in any club, you can, you know, whatever. You get to the front of line that you y'all would y'all wouldn't have had to stand in line in New Orleans if you was Chris Rock. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They'd let you just in that motherfucker. But also, you can bring. I don't understand the desire to be out at a club, though. As a famous person, yeah, like you can have that fun. You can, but that's just me. That's my personality, though. Yeah, you could build a stripper pole in your basement. Mm-hmm. And it's true. You have enough money to pay them to come. Mm-hmm. The fuck. You know what? This day and age, I think I'd be ter- I would be terrified to be uh, yeah, be famous because especially be to be black and famous because I feel like it's bullseyes, mm-hmm. you know, targets on their back, you know, targets on on, on their back, and like, like, what? Yeah. targets on everybody's back though. It, but but it, it, it's it's like to a point now where if you're famous, they people are actively seeking. To get you in trouble. Yeah. To get paid. Like, like whoever sent that video of Kareem Hunt to TMZ got paid. You yeah. know they paid them a little something to get that video. That's the key. But that's why, listen, we got to call a spade a spade. Kareem Hunt is a dumbass motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like, now, I hope he runs the ball. Yeah. And scores a lot of touchdowns when he, he comes just, back, but he's a dumb motherfucker. Yeah, he just got to stop being dumb. Like, Baker Mayfield just got married. He was just posting pictures of, like, people congratulate him on getting married. Yeah. You know, Jarvis Landry's most viral video was his daughter playing with a, a, a baby deer. Like, it's a way to be famous and not be a dumb fuck. Right. Because there's a lot of famous people, especially athletes. So would you say that? He just, want, he just wanted the J.R. Smith-ass niggas. You got regular niggas. Then you got like Ezekiel Elliott, Kareem Hunt, J.R. Smith ass niggas. Another one too, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's true. I get yeah. you. Tyreek Hill. So should, so should you? Uh, so should you, as a let's just say, just for the sake of what we talking about, mm-hmm. uh, a black athlete, mm-hmm. should you actively seek not to go places like like that? Stay away from situations like that, or just be in the house by two? Th- don't be talking to the police at two thirty in the morning. I, got you. I agree with you. At bottom that's line, situations like that to me is always that. I always say my mom used to say nothing happens good after midnight. Nothing. And when you out in that club, when you're shutting it down, bruh, it is the scum of the earth when you shut down a mm-hmm. club. I don't give what I don't give a fuck what city yeah. you in. I don't give a fuck what country you in. If you in the club when them lights come on, and I've 
DJing. I've seen lights come on in plenty of clubs. It's the scum of the earth at the end of a night. Let that me, is just you are and, trying desperately at the end of the night. And you just said something perfect. Let me break it down, then I'll tell you what I'm talking about. After say, it's junior year, we had just lost to Cleveland Heights High School 55 to 3. 55 to 6. Yeah. And we were on the bus, and kids from John Hay were at the game scouting us for our second game of the year. Mm-hmm. So we screaming out the bus, y'all garbage, y'all niggas garbage. Coach Cunningham got on the bus and said, we just lost 55 to 6. If they garbage, then what are we? Filthy, dirty, stanky garbage? <laughs> like, so what I'm saying, if the scum of the earth is at the club at 2.30 and you there at 2.30, Kareem Hunt, then you, what is you? The scum of the motherfucking earth. If they garbage, then what you filthy, stinky, dirty garbage? Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So if if you you right, the scum of the earth is there at two thirty in the morning, and Kareem Hunt is part of the scum of the earth. Take your ass home, oh, I, I Kareem. Think, I, I think some some niggas that's at, dumb. at the club at the end of the night. I think he's on a hookup history type situation. Yeah, they trying to find. They trying to find. It's a two minute warning. It's a two minute warning, and niggas trying to find that. Yep. How you ain't got no for show, and you Kareem Hunt? You ain't got no for show pussy. That's what I was about to get at. Why he ain't got no for show it's, pussy? It's, it's, it's supposed to just. I mean, look. I bet you Rashard Higgins and them got for show pussy. <laughs> they ain't, we ain't where the stories are. Rashard Higgins and them out. I, I bet you Rashard and them niggas got for show pussy. Oh man! Anyway. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I agree too. <laughs> I, I ain't got nothing. I, else I mean, when you got a, when you got a target on your back, man, you got to make better decisions. Look, exactly. But they did say in the report though that he didn't do anything. He didn't do, he anything, didn't do wrong. anything wrong. But so. he's in a he's putting himself in a position to be filmed at a time that if he didn't already have stuff yeah. on his past, it's yeah. fine. Be out to do do you. But when you basically are one step of one one bad mistake mm-hmm. away from being out this league again mm-hmm. and not getting paid, and you still a relatively yeah. young man, when this is your chance to make millions mm-hmm. now. And you know what it is? Can't you sit down for five years? Yeah, it's just like, like you honestly, said. Can't you chill? Can't you, you put can. the pole in your basement for five years for the life of your NFL career and be That's like, true. all right, I can chill for five? Yeah, that brings it back to what we was just saying. He's in a situation like we always do on this podcast. We always tie shit in. When you cheat, it's hard to gain that trust back. Yeah, it's hard. And he's in a situation where that nigga cheated, and he needs to, he see needs that. to gain his trust back. And, some, and somebody just said you 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 hundred percent right. And somebody just said, Mike said you can't. Uh, oh, he was saying that. You can't compare. You can't yes, compare. you can. You can't compare. First of all, Kareem Hunt purely is a better football player than both of them. Secondly, he's a more accomplished football player. Even though Jarvis Landry has the most catches of anybody in the first five years, right? He led the league in all-purpose yards. As a rookie, Kareem Hunt, and was leading the league in rushing last year before he got he pure football player. Kareem Hunt, outside of like, it's like Odell, Miles Garrett, the third best football player on our roster is probably a tie between Joe Batonio and Kareem Hunt as far as like pure football talent. I honestly, Kareem Hunt is I, I amazing. Put, I would put Odell one. I would put Hunt two. Yeah, I, I might put him honestly. above Garrett. You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly. oh yeah, Garrett. I forgot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Him and Miles. Him and Miles might be two A, two B. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can compare them. And that's a beautiful thing to be speaking on this. Oh, ain't it, <laughs> nigga? Listen, listen. We're 20 days to training camp, yeah, man. I cannot, wait, man. I cannot wait for football season. Usually, I'm usually I, I, I'm not wait. that excited Eight, because it means winter. Days. 
But man, <laughs> I can't wait for football season this wait. year. Oh my god! No, we wait. got two more podcasts, and then that Thursday's training camp start. It's going which down. Means, which means our sport, our sport show is coming very, very. Ooh, soon. it's coming very, very absolutely, soon. very, very soon. All right. We had an hour 45, so let's get on oh, out man, of here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good show today. That's what happens when you off for, you know, a week or something like that. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. a couple weeks, yeah. yeah. We ain't even touch on all the shit we got. We'll, nah, we'll save them. I, I still yeah. got them over here. Got yeah. a bunch of shit. Yeah. All right, so Playboy, give them all your shit. Uh, first and foremost, could you guys please, if you enjoyed this episode, please hit the like buttons mm-hmm. and the heart buttons, please. We greatly appreciate y'all, man. We do appreciate y'all for real, you know, checking us out, man. Also, you know, um, continue tell, support. Tell friends. Yeah, like, tell, tell friends. How you say, Brainstorm? Tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend, mm-hmm. man. We appreciate y'all for real, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, it's Playboy the DJ, man. Playboy D-A-D-J. You can find me on Instagram, Playboy under, underscore James 3. And you can find me on all DMST Boys platforms, man. Um, great show. Glad to be back. Mm-hmm. Let's continue doing what we're doing, man. I'm out. All right, Dev, give him all your shit. It is Dev, man. Um, I, I think I, I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I pissed a lot of people off. Nah, this you week. was cool. No, you was cool this week. <laughs> you slipping, nigga. You slipping, nigga. You bullshitting. <laughs> nah, but for real, man, I'm just trying to spread love in a world full of hate, man. I, uh, y'all, brothers, y'all know I love y'all. Oh man. yeah, no doubt, man. Everybody listen in, man. We love the support, man. And uh, if y'all, if y'all love, uh, love me back, it's cool. My mama do, man. Real big Dev two one six everywhere, everywhere, nigga, everywhere. Even New Orleans. <laughs> we're getting, I'm getting you in that boat, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Even on the boat. I'm being that bitch with a full. Who did that shit? I'm going to have a full life vest on. My big ass. I'm going to have a full life vest on. Fuck that. <laughs> nigga going to be looking like Cookie from Men of Honor. Whole scuba diving. Hell yeah, cuz. No, that's what's up, man. What's yeah. yeah. All right, y'all. So we're going to get out of here. Thank y'all for tuning in today on this Sunday. We'll be back next Sunday evening. With episode 158, um, y'all know where to find us each week. SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, all them other shits that I'm not about what to was the, right What now. was the second? What was the new one? Oh, whoosh. Well, we've been Wooshka. Wooshka is the one, actually, it's the one that, that, that actually gives, it's, it's, I don't what even know What movie is that? It's like Wooshka, Wooshka. Yeah, what is no, that? I'm talking about Woo, No, Bad Boys it's like, like a. Wooshka, yeah, Wooshka. Wooshka, Bad Boys 2. Wooshka. It's, it's, no, it's something else. It's something else. I mean, Bad Boys no, it's something with Wooskai, Wooskai, is it really, some, it's like some chant or some yeah. shit, but anyway. Really? anyway. Mm, yeah, but that's that's what's, um, yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, what's thank up? you for everybody that's been tuning in on all these platforms. Again, we'll be back next Sunday. Um, it's good to be back home in the studio. Yeah, Hot man. as a bitch in here today, but everybody yeah. got a personal fan on the reject. <laughs> yeah, you go. ain't even peeped that shit. <laughs> we'll be good to go. Uh, so we'll be back with y'all next Sunday. Thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, DMSTboys.com. We didn't bring this up on the show, too, but... Um, um, live from the land. It's on the IGTV that first one that you mm-hmm. put out there about six minutes long. Mm-hmm. It's on our IGTV, so check that out if you're on Instagram, um, DMST Boys, and it's on our Facebook too. Mm-hmm. So check out that video from that first um, episode of Live from the Land. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank y'all for supporting us on all this shit that we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, all right, DMSTBoys.com, DMST Boys everywhere, YouTube, um, Snap, not Snapchat, YouTube. Twitter and um, Instagram. Uh, that's it. We'll be back next Sunday. I am DJ Brainstorm for you on all social media. That is DJ Brainstorm, the number four, the letter. You. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. It's hot as shit. <laughs> Peace, y'all. Peace.